It's really a dance party every time we play that song. How could it How not could you be? Not the dance? only person that doesn't dance is Jess. I'm busy Jess. making notes. I'm she, a loser, sorry. She's like, she'll be back here singing some random song that's on, but when it's the music for the show, it's and she's it's all intense. Time, she's like, no. She's all business. I'm fucking writing stuff down. I'm not going to dance. I won't let myself have fun right this second. What are, this is like a big letter. I'm just going to, what the hell? That is, that's big. Is that an article for somewhere? It's part of events. Oh. What was in my email? So I don't even know how you... That's like a wall of text. It's a paragraph. It's not a paragraph. It's like one giant long, long Dude, run-on sentence. It's, it's like... <laughs> it's a lot like of look dates. at it. It looks like a freaking brick wall made out of text. No, it's fine. we got it's a lot of events. Literally half a page of text with no spacing. It's just the letters are all together. And no signature. Yeah, no signature either. Did you write your signature on there? Is that what this is? What is this? No, that's just to remind me that that's oh. their Twitter handle. Oh, what the, what the fuck? <laughs> that is a like really ridiculous Twitter handle. Like, who's going to remember that? When I talk about it, you will. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, anyway, um, this is the new Utah podcast. Hopefully you found us by searching us and seeing our name before you started to listen. If you hit the I'm feeling lucky button that doesn't exist on podcast sites. Then they should have it. They have it on the Kickstarter page. I know. They have they have it on Google. Like maybe they should just have us be in the I'm feeling lucky. They used yeah. to have it on DeviantArt at one time, the I feel lucky button mm-hmm. and bring you up some random what Bruce, real st- st- stuff. Your face is really narrow and, and ghost like. Because Olio is doing a red wine soap All right. glass. All right, lady. Red wine I'm soap. I'm going to fucking turn you halfway down if you're going to yell. <laughs> I wasn't. It's I already, think I was it's already started. Do you get I'm to saying. drink red wine while you make soap? You know, it's Olio, so probably. Or they're making soap with red wine, which they're, is a waste of wine. No, 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 no. Some for me, some for the soap, some for me, some for the make soap. Make your own red wine soap using. Do they do bourbon's soap? I'm sure uh, you they've could. done beer. I don't know if bourbon really has a good cleaning quality to it, Jeremy. I can't hear myself very well. I mean, I'm no <laughs> soap. I'm no soap expert. Turn yourself up. Well, so I then we'll did. just have to drink the bourbon and bypass it in the soap. Yeah, I don't mind drinking bourbon ever. <laughs> it's always good for you. Uh, so uh, we should introduce ourselves. We don't do that very often. Um, Not enough. I'm Chris. I try to lead this thing uh, a little bit as we're on the air. Um, <laughs> And then I do some stuff afterwards. Um, it's like trying to drive a comet crashing to Earth. Yeah, I mean, it'll get there. <laughs> no, it's coming down no matter what. <laughs> the, the direction. Who knows where we'll land, but... Could be in Russia. It's probably going to be in Ireland <laughs> or Scotland. <gasps> like Petey Bird. Isn't Petey Bird's the, the name of the bird on yeah. uh, Dumb and Dumber? Yep, that's the first reason I laughed. That's why I laughed. And then I pets' laughed. heads are falling off. Our <laughs> pets' heads are falling off. I just thought he was quiet. Ozzy was cool. So we did a we did a quick interview with Ozzy Passan. Ozzy, Ozzy, I don't know what I'm saying anymore. <laughs> Oscar with with uh, Ozzy Passan. So you might remember a few weeks ago, and if you don't remember, just go back and listen to that episode. We talked to uh, a couple of gentlemen, uh, Trey and Jeff, uh, who have done our caricatures um, that we have up on our Facebook and our website and everything. Uh, and then they're helping this kid out in New York with this graphic novel. This 200-page graphic novel, apparently. And by kid, we mean 12-year-old. Yeah, who apparently has wrote this thing when he was like seven. He's pretty much amazing. That's pretty impressive. Other than his bird, who was trying to take over. Yeah. Who did succeed for a minute. But anyway, we have Irish cockatoos now, so. Australian Australian. <laughs> same thing. Yeah, I'm sorry. It was Pete. It's all the so same I planet. assume Pete, Peter, Petey. 
It's all the same. It's all the same. Um, so anyway, uh, that, so that's me. Um, I don't, I don't I'm know Jeremy. that was me. Yeah, there's Jeremy. I show up, I say stuff. He uh, designs houses, kind of. You know? uh, yeah, on the side. Yeah. <laughs> Writes slam poetry about also architecture. On the that would be interesting. <laughs> <laughs> he, wrote a, he wrote a book about being an architect. Interesting is, interesting is certainly a word that you could use to describe slam poetry based in architecture. I'm not sure how well that would sell, if at all. <laughs> but it would be interesting. Angles. And doors. Coming at you. <laughs> Are they coming at you, though? <laughs> Are they really coming at you? So you're getting too oh deep. It's, it, no, it's like the doorknob that hits the, the battered lady. That's coming at you. And, and that voice is, is Bree. Hi. She says stuff on the mic. She has a blinged out headset that everyone always talks about. I blinged it. Except that didn't have a bow at one time. It had bows on it, but my mom said that they were dumb, and the more that I thought about it, the more your, I agreed. Your mom you, you said it was dumb, and you listened to her? Well, she totally called her. She didn't say, that's not cute. She said, that looks stupid. And Bree's like, okay, if my 70-year-old mom tells well, me something looks stupid. That's I, my point. It's your 70-year-old. She's an aficionado on what's attractive. I just, I no, because I've seen pictures that- I do like your mom. Don't before. get me wrong. I've seen pictures from before with the bows. I, I'm not, do I look like, I'm not really a bow person. Like- no. Right, I don't know. like I'm a flower person. I, they look better really without the bows person. for sure. So I, I still want to do something with like this end piece. No, I don't think. Well, you truth need to. be told, it's I just realized just now that it doesn't have. It's the bows. been like that for months. <laughs> so yeah, she took them off like three weeks after she started. So no, yeah, it was way longer. Than yeah, that. I probably had them on for a couple months and then I took them off. Because the other problem was they kept coming coming untied. Yeah. And then the other voice that you heard there for a second was Jess. She has a bow in her hair right now. I do. She frequently has a bow in her hair, if I'm being honest. No, I just happened to have one last week and this week. Sometimes it's a bandana. Yeah, but it's usually a bandana with a bow, because technically that's a bandana with a bow. Am I right? No, it's, or is that a full it's a headband. Of, oh, oh, full on. It's the same difference. No, a bandana and a headband <laughs> they, are even close all to the, the same, same thing. They're all the same. No. You'll never catch me wearing either, so it's cool. <laughs> They're all the same. <laughs> well, the thing is, is you could wear a, a bandana, but I think you would look stupid with a headband on. So I'm. I just think you should try a do rag. They're just they're they're totally different. <laughs> all right. So this weekend we were supposed to rip out our bathroom downstairs again. Yeah. So that next weekend Jeremy could come help Bree Woo-hoo. do the bathroom because I don't want to have any fucking. Because he's a, he's terrified of it. I I don't know. I've already done it once and I hated it then and it confirmed my fears of doing it to begin with. <laughs> that it well, would turn out shitty because we did. didn't really do it right the first time. We just we made do with what was there and this time we're going to rip the whole shit out. And uh, so Jeremy's going to come and help redo that at some point, but it's not going to be next weekend now, <laughs> uh, because instead Friday night as we're hanging out at the house, um, I don't remember what you we were, were cooking. Doing. I was cooking, and uh, I go to turn on the water, and suddenly my kitchen faucet is like maybe a quarter of the water pressure it should well, be. Well, it started out kind of a half. I'm like, what the fuck and, is going and, on? And 
And you're like, oh, that's weird. And so I went and checked the other faucets because I was worried that maybe the main had broken. Uh, well, which or, yeah, or the seats or something, you know. Yeah. But so. everything, everything else, the pressure was fine. And so then the next time he turned on the water, then it was like a quarter. Yes. And then, then it the was next time to like it was a, like nothing. By the end, it was down to like a trickle. And I'm like, well, I guess we're replacing the fucking kitchen kitchen faucet now. I did notice last week when we were here, when I went to get my cup of water, I did notice that it was like wonky yeah and it's been, been kind of bad and so i've been we, telling him that it, that something's wrong and he's like it's just loose underneath and i'm like no so i discovered not. once i took it apart one of the screws that was holding it together just wasn't even there it was like oh, good gone. like it probably hadn't been there for a while the other one was starting to like shear apart. off yeah. it was like weird so um <laughs> i didn't like the faucet anyway so we we're like okay we'll get a new faucet so we're at the hardware store and Bree's like I really, I really hate my sink. I hate my sink because she says it all the time. And truth be told, the ugly chipped porcelain sink was an ugly chipped porcelain sink. That was just the cheap crappy one that came with the house, wasn't it? It, it was here when I got here. Yeah. So yeah, the ugly and cheap it, one that came with the house. And so we're like, and it's probably the original one from you know the nineties when it was built, the early nineties. So nineties, nineties. <laughs> okay. That's a song. I don't know what that's. That's do a song. That's a song. No one knows what you're talking about. <laughs> this is. This is this is this is why this is why your son has to warn you about what you do when you go places. Yes. So we're looking at sinks, and, and I'm like, I want to fucking replace a sink. That's such a pain in the ass. And I'm like, it's not a pain. It's really easy. I'm like, yeah, you fucking said that about the bathroom too. Usually, it's just getting the old one out that is the pain. Actually, that it came out really. Yeah, it came really out easy. super easy, uh, which is more testament to why we should have probably taken it out earlier. <laughs> uh, but we, so we ended up getting a new sink, a new faucet. We looked at the faucets for like an hour. Mm-hmm. In in Lowe's, trying to figure out which one we wanted because we're pretty particular people, and uh, it takes a while for me to decide on something because it's something I gotta fucking live with for right. years. Years. So I was in a rush when I got here due to traffic. I didn't get to look at it. Did you actually do one where you have an actual hot and cold? Now? No, no. So it's got it's a high it's a higher uh, curve crook, crook neck neck. neck. And it's, it's got a, a sprayer. Sink. I wanted a sprayer on the side because I hate the fucking sprayers inside the the crook neck. All right, because they always fucking break. They're, they're just shit. Or they just Everyone hang there weird. Or, I don't know. mine for like 11 years. It's Everyone never broken. I've ever had, unless it was like restaurant quality stuff, total shit. Broken. They always break. Because I and used the sprayer I never, u- I never use the sprayer. So we found one that has uh, a single um, hot, cold lever. But it's separate. But it's, it's separated from the faucet. faucet. So it's on the side. And then oh. there's also a built-in soap dispenser. And she's like, I don't need a soap dispenser. I mean, and I, and I said to her, you mean like the one that's already sitting right there on top of the edge of the sink? You mean you don't want one of those? <laughs> so we have a soap dispenser, a faucet, a handle, and a sprayer. See, now who lives in the fancy house? Yeah. No, right? Fucking take that, bitches. <laughs> fancy up on this bitch. And then we got a, a deeper sink. A well, deeper and, and the faucets sink. match my handles now. So they're burnished bronze, which makes me extremely happy. And it was really easy. We only had one hiccup, which I thought we were going to have when we did it, is we had to recut some pipe. Uh, we couldn't get the the, the valve. The peak. Well, no, we couldn't no, get the, the piece drain. of pipe from the regular side drain. Oh, off of the regular side drain. Like we couldn't get it. I think they had. Done. I think they had sealed it with like oh. fucking putty or something. And so he had to go buy one of those pieces that has like the little notchy thing. And, yeah, and those are cheap. Yeah, well, I just went to Walmart and bought a box of assorted pieces <laughs> because I didn't want to go back to the hardware store. I'm right. like, Walmart's got to have like a fucking simple. They had a box of assorted pieces for less than 20 bucks. I'm like, I'll buy this because uh, I'll probably fuck it up anyway. And at least I have some backups. <laughs> I have extras. I did not, but. No, he didn't. 
everything was fine. So, and that's like the fifth time I've done garbage disposal work. So this time I'm like, I'm not even fucking unplugging it. I'm just going to leave it powered up and throw it in a bucket. I don't care. <laughs> like, I fucking don't get so it. Just, so you new, new, new disposal as well? No, no. Because so, that disposal is not even a year old. Oh, so you just dropped it. I just yeah, dropped it. Put a new. I put a new disposal uh, thing in the sink. The, the rubber. The, the drain piece. Yeah, yeah. But so last time we did sink work, that's what we replaced was the... The new rubber piece and the disposal. Yeah, now that you mentioned that, I remember that. Yeah, but that is like the fourth or fifth disposal I've done in a couple of years. Because I did our grandmother's, I've done ours. Yeah. Disposals are way easier. They they look like they'll be challenging, but they're super simple. I'm surprised ours hasn't given out with all the crap my kids shoved down. Well, that was our that was our that was our discussion uh, when we were getting it. We were standing there, and it was like can do this and i'm like who the fuck puts that in their disposal <laughs> and there was a dude there was a guy that was there <laughs> he's like i think i have to get that one <laughs> <laughs> seriously i think he walked away with that one it was like chicken bones and stuff and we're like who's putting chicken bones down there and like are like, you fucking I grinding think... up humans in there what he's like <laughs> he's like i think this is the one that i need to get <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> So anyway, so that was our weekend. That was our Saturday. I felt you replaced my shower head too. Yeah, I did replace our shower it was head. Awesome, because our old one was done. They oh, they just wear out. They do. They Ours, do. the hard water in Riverton, so bad. Oh, that's that why it's doing it here. So I've got to replace shower heads every couple of years because they get to the point where like there's a, a t- tiny little trickle coming out of the middle. <laughs> well, and we we had uh, the massaging head upstairs, and you know how they have the little rubber grommets. Well, this one, all the rubber grommets on like, one side, on one side, gone. were all gone. <laughs> <laughs> so it was like one side sprayed and one side just well, kind of had it. And then had the other drizzled. The other side they were all tearing, and so water would like shoot out the side of them. <laughs> nice. And so like you so would have the water you'd be going showering, and it'd be like spraying the wall. Yeah. Well, so <laughs> it was time. It was time. That's awesome. So I went and got the shower afterwards. I was the first one to take a shower. It was awesome. Rinsed out my all the soap in my hair really easily. It was amazing. That's so we awesome. had a plumbing weekend. But you put a note on here, Jeremy. I did. Sixteen-year-old and her friends job hopping. Yeah, I got it. That was my. That's my story. I gotta hear that. I, I also put a note that I put a note, and I think a note <laughs> proves that I do read the notes sometimes. So I. I mean, had, this is only like our third week doing this or fourth week. I doing had great this. plans. It it was up at my work, and I was like, I'm gonna have some time here in the afternoon. Things are slowing down. My boss has had a crick in his neck, and so he was going for a doctor's appointment. And I was like, this is gonna be awesome. And then like shit hit the fan. I ended up on the phone with the insured for almost an hour. And then right after I hung up from them and I was making notes, I got another call transferred to me. I'm like, I am going to be lucky if I get out of here in time <laughs> for the podcast. You still beat all of us. And I, well, <laughs> because I, I told them, I'm like, I'm leaving. I'm, I'm leaving. I'm getting out of here. I told you, I was like, I was, I was, I had it all planned to, to leave. And, and I thought I was going to have time to read articles even. And no, no. All right, so job hopping. Okay, so my 16-year-old, she has her job at the local grocery store. Um, and of course, I mean, yeah, it's not it's not the most glamorous job, but it's a good job. They they work with her schedule and all of her singing stuff and her performances and stuff like that. And granted, it's not the job that every kid wants, like at Hot Topic or Savers. Fuck, but I would have... Savers? Store, grocery Did you store. just say Savers? <laughs> Not every kid gets that job. No, but your kids <laughs> definitely want that job. I don't think his kids <laughs> you, want the job Jeremy wants his kids to get the job at Savers so he gets a discount. Well, not, <laughs> not only that, but so they can put dibs on stuff. When the good stuff comes in, they can stash they it They can dibs me. it right away. You know, you could have a job at Savers part-time. <laughs> I could. 
So, they wouldn't even have to pay me. Cassie's had two. <laughs> Cassie's had two pretty pretty cool jobs because because she's had she worked for Journeys, which was shoes. Yes, yeah, that's one of those cool. And then she worked for PetSmart, which was cool. pets, which is pet. but awesome. PetSmart's not a kid's job. You have to be eighteen. Yeah, yeah you do. Yeah, but still. So 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 anyway, so so her job is decent. But so she's got this friend who's a really nice girl, um, who's like every time we hear about her, she's got a different job. So so I got a text from the sixteen-year-old today, and she's like, "I don't want to work at the grocery store anymore. I hate it." And I'm like. Okay, where's this coming from? That's a fucking great job, by the way. The grocery store is a really good job. I know. And they're not open on Sundays, which are, which is key for her. And they don't keep her past 10 at night, which is awesome. You need to stop that Mormonism shit right now. And they work around. Sorry, anyway. Honey, if you listen to this, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so so they work with their schedule. It's a good job. That's 16-year-old. That's anyway, anyway, we won't get into it that whole other discussion. But so I'm like, okay, so, so what is it? And she's like, well, my friend, and she names the friend, just got a new job at, it's Bunts and. Oh, all about cake. All, all about, about bun, Bunts or. Nothing no. Bunt cake. Yeah, nothing Bunt cake. Nothing Bunt cake. She just got a job at nothing Bunt cake last week. And she loves it. And they, and they pay her, you know, like eight fifty an hour or something like that. And, and they're not open past six and all this kind of stuff. And, and, they're not open past six, so, so you get like, like two hours. Two hours. Of so, so that's my that is my first response. So <laughs> you get like two hours. No, she starts at three. I'm like, you don't even get home it's t- from school till two fifty. How are you going to get to work at three? Well, you just go from school. How are you going to get from school to which? Anyway, so we start down that road. But then I finally say, no, wait a minute, hold on. This friend of yours last month had the best job in the world working at Schmidt's Pastry Cottage. What happened to that job? Oh, well, they didn't pay her enough hours, and she just had enough. She had not even been there a month. So I'm like, okay, so you quit the decent job you have now to go work with your friend at this other place. And what happens in two and a half, three weeks from now when she quits because she finds another job, and now you're stuck at a job you didn't really want, and you left a good job that you can't go back to? I received no more texts the rest of the afternoon. So she is still employed at said grocery store? Yes, as of now. The the thing is that grocery store is fantastic. One, they probably pay they probably pay shit because they can oh, it's minimum it. wage. When you when you employ kids, you get away with paying nothing. Yeah, so. it's minimum wage. But being at a grocery store, usually that's a that's a kind of job that you can stick with. Like even through college, you can find a grocery store. Yeah. And where she has experience in a grocery store, it's easier to get a job at a grocery store. And they will pretty much always they always need people in off hours to do fucking cart return and yeah. stocking and bagging and they will almost always work with your school schedule and and at, at that age that's the kind of job you want and it's yes. not high stress <laughs> yeah because like when cassie worked at the shoe store i know this is gonna sound dumb but it was stressful well did they have or she was the only one there or maybe one other employee yeah sometimes yeah. and she and, and she had commissions yeah. like she had certain things that she was supposed to sell and certain goals she was supposed to meet yeah, and certain things she was supposed to say and then when they found out she was a responsible person sometimes they made her open other people's stores when they couldn't find people even though she was like a manager and then she was always there late like always See, they kept her late grocery store whatever time she starts and whatever time she ends that's it so she's off at eight. She's off at eight. It's not. It's, it's none like she of puts the last thing on the you're shelf and hangs at the apron and walks out the door. You don't gotta wait for the fucking three hours later no. at Leatherby's. Yeah, there's no, no till. There's no till to close. Yeah. There's no counters to wipe down. Yeah, there's no. Once the last customer leaves, now we start clean up. It could be two and a half more hours. Nope. 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 You nope. go home. You're done at eight. Other people come in and clean the store and restock. Yep. Because there's the night shift that comes in. Yeah, the, but, but that's, that's a whole their different job. Crew, whole different job. 
They don't keep their teenagers if you go to, past 10. If, if you go to the store right when it opens, you'll run into the night crew. None of them can interact with people. <laughs> it's like I've been to plenty of grocery stores. Like I, Walmart's like this. If you manage to go into Walmart at like 3 in the morning. Or during the day, there's people that can't. <laughs> really? Those are the customers. Those are the day customers. Interact with people No, so but well. seriously, you go to a grocery store. Like I, Sometimes I'll run to the grocery store Like if I want to get donuts for people before work in the morning or something. Right? right. I'll run into the grocery store. If you go down the aisles, stalkers, they got their headphones in. You don't exist. And then there's the one dude up the up that's supposed to kind of watch the front for people to check in and out or to check out. And usually it's like a five-minute stand at the check stand and make a lot of noise until they realize you're there and then they run <laughs> from wherever they're. But that's the only person that's allowed to talk to customers. The rest are forbidden. <laughs> it's because they're prison work release. Yeah. <laughs> They're actually not supposed to be within she 100 needs, yards she of She needs to realize that that's a good job. Because even like the PetSmart job, can but, Cassie love, like they were open here's on Sundays and stuff. But here's the thing. She's 16. She's not going to realize that ever. It will well, be, hopefully she She'll be 20. And, makes and then she'll realize, oh, dad was right. I had a decent job. I'm a dumbass. <laughs> She's got to learn something. I've been trying to get now. Cassie to work at a, like a, an overnight desk at like the many hotels hotel. that are going up at Cedar and she's like why would I want to do that I don't want to talk to people I'm like nobody, nobody. Like, have you have you fucking been at a hotel during the week first off you don't talk to anyone the most you do is if you're at a nice place that actually has travelers you check people in in right. the evening the rest of the time you watch TV and do your fucking homework well you do your homework that's yeah the like that's yeah. it they, do your homework. right you know because you don't have to go fucking clean rooms because you just you have to be at the desk your job is to sit there in case anybody I would have calls loved a job in college where I could have Done and my, there's tons. I worked at a warehouse, them. so like I worked. <laughs> okay, so I have a I have a college job story. I worked at Dial America downtown Salt Lake. <laughs> what is that? So it's call a, center. It's a call center. Oh. I don't. Mean, is it still around? No. I don't know. This is like forever ago. No, so, but I know of what you speak. <laughs> well, and Utah's a big call center state. We've talked about that. But I, looking for a job, they're hiring anyone. I'm like, sweet. They'll work with my schedule. So I get done with class. I go to work for a few hours. I go back. So I worked there for. I don't know, like a month and a half, two months, selling magazine subscriptions for Mothers Against Drunk Driving. <laughs> some of the best calls, Mad. man. Like you, you call someone up and you're like, yeah, I'm calling for Mothers Against Drunk Driving. A dude like, hold on, let me go get a beer. Like, <laughs> I'm like, sweet, dude, can you get one for me? You're sitting at home, right? Because this is before like super widespread cell phone use. And so anyway, so do the spiel. So... The job sucks. It's fucking horrible. It's like <laughs> the worst telemarketing job ever. Outbound sales. like It just, does not get lower than that. It sucks so bad. <laughs> and so You hire I'm with like, 200 people. A week later, there's you and one other guy. I'm like, yeah, I'm not doing this anymore. <laughs> so I just don't show up, right? I don't. Like, I just don't fucking care about burning that bridge. It's not going on a resume, <laughs> right? Like I'll just consider myself unemployed for those two months still. Like, it doesn't matter. <laughs> So, uh, you know, I, I'm like, God, like a week and a half later, I'm like, fuck, I need to make money and go see if they have a paycheck for me. So I show up like a week and a half after I haven't gone in at all, sit down, start working. No one says a fucking <laughs> word. <laughs> so for like a week, I do this. No one says anything to me. And so then I'm like, okay, I really do hate this. I'm not coming back. And I went and found another job. And then we were over there for one of my friends or something. I'm like, hey, I wonder if they have a paycheck for me from the last week that I worked that no one said anything. And so I go in and they're like, hey, didn't you used to work here? I'm like, yeah, I did. Do you have a check for me? 
<laughs> and they did. They just fucking didn't show up for like a week and a half. And then I went back and no one said a word and they still paid me. When you work in the pit of hell, they're like, oh, this guy came back. Fucking sucker. I just can't imagine that. I have never had a job like that. Ah, That's the craziest thing ever. It was a shitty fucking Back in the day before electronic everything. So you punched in with a punch card or wrote it on. I still don't know. It was all phones. I punched in with a punch card. And it doesn't even work right. Like, <laughs> like when I left today, I was leaving. for as much money as your company makes. They're the cheapest. I know. Like I was, planet. I think I left at 20 to six or something like that. And the clock said six Oh six. I see the profit statements. Cause you know, they send them to you they guys do. every year because of the profit sharing and they're fucking cheap sons of bitches. They just won't. They, he like, just doesn't care. Basically, because it's basically, he just wants to know how long you worked. Like he's like, I don't care that it's off. Bree, this is this is funny. Like Bree will, uh, Bree's computer. Oh, pile of shit since she's worked there, right? And it's gotten progressively worse, and they keep trying to fix it. It got to a point. Well, so I get to tell this because this is my story. So, like, it really was so, so bad that people would sit at my desk when I was trying to do training and stuff, and they'd be like, "What is wrong with your computer?" <laughs> and so. One day I went in and like my email wasn't working right and it started doing this weird archive thing. And for like a half a day, my computer was down because it was tied up doing this weird thing. And so my boss came up and, and this he is did. this is today where if you don't have a computer, you're basically not useless. able to do anything. You're useless. Mm-hmm. Like I can't look anything up. I can't do anything. And so he came up and he did something and it, and it started kind of working again and, and I was limping along and it was fine. And then he touched it and then he did something else and it was messed up for a minute and like he couldn't figure it out. And so I took the week between Christmas and New Year's off and he said, leave me your passwords. I'm going to try and work on your machine. I'm going to try and fix it. So we don't have like an actual IT department where I work. It's the, it's the second guy in charge and the third guy in charge. And, and they're big, huge computer nerds and, and they know stuff. It's not like they're totally inept, but like, that's not their main job. <laughs> and so apparently they both tried to work on it and it was so fucked up that when I got, <laughs> when I got back to work, uh, like, I don't know, but maybe a couple of days in my boss, Jeff is like, so have they said anything about your computer? And I'm like, no, but I know Kenneth was working on it because I, I forgot to leave him my passwords and he texted me and he's like, yeah, he he wanted to know on the day that, that Leo was going and I told him not to text you. And I'm like He did, but it was before, so it was fine. And he's like, oh, okay, well, I won't tell you then. And I'm like, well, tell me what? And he's like, well, nothing. So like maybe the next day I got an email, you're getting a new computer. <laughs> so they gave me a whole, like they brought me up like a brand new, lovely, like it has all the new programs and stuff. And I even can maybe get three monitors now. So I'm like Whoa. super stoked. So like they have Dude, enough- you're getting a Dell. <laughs> <laughs> so like I'm super stoked about the computer. Like it, it runs amazingly. It starts up. It does everything that it's supposed to do. I haven't heard a single complaint about the computer. Because really. it makes me extremely happy. And it has like the more updated programs like I use at home. And and it's so everything is just Oh, you know what you better. can you know what you can tell Clinith about uh, why you're not working as much overtime now. Because my computer's faster. Yeah, you totally should say that. I you should, should say. I should say now that I'm used to my computer and everything, I I don't need as much overtime because I'm not literally sitting at my desk for five minutes waiting for something I, to happen. I think there is some truth to that. Like you probably I think are you're able probably to get a lot, right. lot of stuff done faster now. I think you're actually probably probably right because there were some days when I would pick up my phone and look at my phone because I would get so frustrated and start clicking everywhere. 
and I think I was making things worse. <laughs> and so when I knew I was going to do that, I would pick up my phone and just distract myself for a minute and just wait until my computer just kind of leveled Dex out. Thing. I why is it that these companies that have all this money are so cheap? Well, that's part of why they have the money. Maybe, but, but maybe. it was it was kind of nice because I think I'm probably one of the only CSRs that's gotten a new computer. But it's so. it's also it's also one of the things. Was what I said to Bree when it happened was, you know, it's it's funny because at a, at a job, but at a job that people want to stay at, yeah, money has some handhold there, right? They can't pay you totally like shit, but you know, a dollar more an hour as a, as a raise would be really cool. And you get that and you're immediately kind of happy, but it doesn't like propel you into necessarily being a better employee long term. But you get something like a nice computer to work on. Update your desk. Like it's it's weird because for the company, it's in their best interest in terms of making you more more productive. But ultimately, it's also a nice little gesture from the company like, hey, you're doing a good job. You need the right tools to do your job. Here's a quality tool. And you're more motivated after that. Well, because they they ultimately said they're just going to take my computer and wipe it and <laughs> and and get probably give it to somebody else. But they're but it, <laughs> so stupid. Start the cycle over. Cheap asses. But I mean, they could have said, okay, while you're gone for that week, we're going to wipe your computer and and reprogram it and everything. And when you come back, you know, you'll have that. They could they they totally could have done that because I was gone for a week and they would have had time to to do that because I didn't need a computer at my desk for that week. I was gone. But instead, they they gave me a new computer, and it was it was great. And and he was great because you know when you first get a new computer, especially at work, like they try and load everything on there, but you go to do something and you're like, ah, crap. And so for the first couple of days, you know, I'd call down there and I'd be like, okay, it doesn't do this, and he'd come up right away, or he'd walk me through it, or he'd just remotely take over my my computer and, and I, fix it. And I gotta tell you, after being my own boss for God knows how long, uh, and even when I worked you know, at the, the EMR company years and years ago, there were no IT restrictions on computers. Like when I started there, they said, well, you have to build your own computer because you need to know how to do these things and prove that you can do them. Otherwise you're not gonna be able to help customers. And so every, like there was no net nanny. There was no, like if we wanted something on the computer, we put it on there. It was very oh, loosely monitored. It's not a, it's not net nannied or anything. No. It's more just like, Hey, my Adobe, X isn't working. All I have is reader. Oh, we forgot to put the codes in. Like it, it's little things like that that oh, they yeah, just we, kind of we had to do. to do all that shit ourselves. And yeah. Well, so, I don't have the codes for the program. <laughs> oh, we did. Well, I don't. So there. So uh, Jess, after the new Utah Tech Talk. <laughs> now that we're done talking about work and jobs, what did you do this weekend besides make a cake? Nothing. So you just that made was a really. It. Cute did you really girl. just make that cake? That was a cool cake. That little girl was adorable. Thanks. And cupcakes. I'm still disappointed you've never made me a cake. <laughs> uh, I don't think I've ever made a cake for anybody without being hired, to be honest with you. Really? But like, I do this professionally. Maybe I'm only fucking a couple. Making it. Fuck my friends. I'm only going to get do this <laughs> so I get paid. Exactly. Did you, uh, those are did you get that shit words. handled with James? Even huh? even your own cousin? You're like, no, you're fucking paying asshole for this He was asking you want. about a cake, I think, the last time we were there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He wants to pay way more than I would charge him. No, you should charge him whatever he wants to pay. <laughs> <laughs> it's not for him. It sounded like it was for someone else, wasn't it? It is for someone else, but he's paying for it. Oh. oh. Well, then I guess he gets a cousin discount. Shame. Mm, no discount. such thing. <laughs> it's, it's a cousin markup. 
no. But you really didn't do anything? For you, only forty nine ninety nine. Uh, <laughs> uh, it was a Super Bowl. I went to a party. Oh, yeah. I, I did a bunch that. of other things at my house. You know, the Super Bowl, I'm not... I'd dip you that with the strawberry thing. That looked good. Except it had strawberries, so Brie would have died. The strawberry dipped into it, dork. Yeah, the strawberry would have killed you. <sighs> you don't have to have the strawberry. What if the strawberry just got into the dip? Yeah. It's in my car if you want some with graham crackers. It looked yummy. So, uh, okay, so speaking of graham crackers, and we'll get back to the Super Bowl. I saw this thing on Facebook, or probably on Snapchat, because that's where I see most of this shit. It was a dip that was like a cheesecake dip. And so it was like all the goodness of, of kind of a light cheesecake with, with whipped cream and stuff, mm. with uh, like cherry topping on top of it, and then you dip graham crackers in it, or mm. fruit in it. It was. Why it, didn't you show that to me? Because I'm a fat motherfucker, and I don't need to make it. And you'll be like, I can't eat that anyway. <laughs> Chris is like, damn you, because I'm going to eat it all crying. In the <laughs> no, it looks fantastic. Cheesecake is my favorite. I am going to make it. I am going to make it at some point. But to make that for the Super Bowl where we just sat at home together. I didn't watch the Super Bowl. I watched Longmire. Yeah. Every once in a while, I'd be like, you're missing the commercials. So she'd pause Longmire to watch the commercial. Uh, but it would be like the end of the commercial. I'd be like, and then the football game would come back on. I'd be like, great. I just paused this for no reason. So I got to say, I, I like watching football. I really enjoy it. I'm not a huge like Super Bowl party fan because it, I feel like you don't actually get to watch the game when you go to a Super Bowl party. So I'd rather watch the game and the commercials. Like it's one of the only things that I don't get up all the time during. You got up a lot. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> like we'll watch a movie if we're not at the theater. I am up and down like every twenty minutes. Like he pees with the door open so that he can watch it and go to the bathroom. Yeah, that is true. I do leave the door open of the bathroom up there when I pee so I can <laughs> watch TV still while I'm peeing. I don't like missing the action. But he doesn't like sitting on the couch either. Oh, I love sitting on the couch. I just can't sit still. There's a difference. So did you guys watch the Super Bowl? Well, you were at a party. Did you watch it? Yep, all of it. It was a good, it was a good game. Um, we watched Pirates. Yeah, I don't really care about the Super Bowl <laughs> all that much. Dallas wasn't playing, but I was rooting for the Eagles because I just hate the Patriots. Fucking cheating ass wipes. So who won? The Eagles. Did you, Didn't you hear about the rioting? Nah. That, that's that would have happened no matter where the fuck the Super Bowl got won. Like it doesn't matter. People they, are stupid. There was some guy eating sh- the horse, horse shit. shit off the ground, and I, he was like an Eagles. So that they won and rioted their own city. Yeah, that's how it works, man. When your fucking team wins the championship, you, you go out in the streets, you fucking honk your horn, you climb on traffic lights, you break shit, you fucking you jump light on the fires, you turn the what was the hotel? You turn cars over. I don't know. So you, some, you fucking some, destroy what do the losers stuff. do? Nothing. Cry. They they cry themselves oh. to sleep. They didn't um, shake the other team's hand. <laughs> <laughs> They're bitter. They're bitter about a call that they just fucking lost the game on and whatever. It doesn't matter. They're just fucking whiny bitches. We couldn't cheat, so we couldn't win. They probably still tried to cheat somehow. (laughs) Sounds like I missed it. Sorry, Bree's like, why does it? Bree says to me, why does everyone hate the Patriots? Is it just because they win all the time? And I said, that's part of it. They've been a winning team for years. But the other part is they're winning by cheating. Because they got busted, like Belichick's coaching staff got busted filming, I think it was the Jets training practices years ago, the whole fucking like deflated ball shit with Tom Brady. And Giselle tells her kids, sometimes you have to let other people win. That's what she told her kids. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good device. (laughs) Okay, I'm sorry. If If you're Tom Brady's kids, who fucking cares? Right? They were sad. Of course they were. 
their whole life. I just hate that she uses the word let. They didn't let them win. The Eagles played a great game. No, no. I know nothing about football. Tom Brady let them win. No. <laughs> it's totally Tom Brady is like, I he's feel like, bad. Uh, yeah, whatever. Like, he's I not. I got four Super Bowl rings. No, I don't really care. He's too arrogant to do that. Fuck yeah, and he so is. is Belichick. Fucking piece of shit. <laughs> Good looking piece of shit. One of the best quarterbacks of all time piece of shit. But he's still a piece of shit. He'll forever be marred by that cheating thing, though. That deflate that deflate gate crap. Maybe he can go play for the Jazz. That's a different sport. Different, different sport, buddy. Doesn't matter. Hey, but speaking of the Jazz, <laughs> the ball is even awesome. shaped totally different. Did you guys see their their new court and uniform stuff that no. they did? Fancy. They're fucking. Did they update the they're uniforms? Beautiful. Finally? I'll, I'll find a picture. Talk they're about, not going to play with them all the time. Talk but about like, shooty hoops. Talk they're about not shooty gonna, hoops. We always start. So they completely redid the outfits to look like Southern Utah. So it's like oranges. Yeah, and the arch, the arches, well, oranges, reds, yellows, and then the delicate arches in the middle of the court. So oh, look at that. And apparently it worked because they won against the Golden State Warriors, who are Those the look like champs. So it's like swim retro seventies kind of. Yeah, I'm not a fan. It's working. Well, so it's designed to match like the the reds and yellows and oranges and stuff, and it's got the delicate arch I don't on like there. It. The floor is beautiful. Like this picture doesn't do it justice. It is absolutely gorgeous. The floor I like. I don't like the uniform. And they're only going to wear the uniforms when they do the floor like that. So they they take the floor down after every game. Yeah. They so they're gonna they have, they have like a couple different of different floors, floors they're gonna yeah. Use. So they have this this normal stupid ugly jazz floor with the green keys and but their uniforms that look like the Rockies. So dumb. But I really like this move. No, they don't use those anymore. Those are old outfits. Yeah, those are. They every once in a while they'll bring them back for the throwback shit. They're old, but so am I. I but don't. I don't like those new. I don't like them. I I think they're cool. They look good against the court. I think they could have done a better job than like the bomb pop style look. But I get it. It makes sense. I think it would have been better faded instead of stripes. Yeah, maybe. Fades. I don't know. Like I said, it's got the retro. Settings. But it is cool. I would like to see them. Uh, and this is actually the first uniform that doesn't say jazz on it. If you'll notice, it says Utah. Yeah, that is it true. Says it just Utah says Utah. And so there's no jazz on there, which is kind of cool. But I like. Since we inherited them from New Orleans. Well, we moved them here. No, we inherited Well, them. I know, but we inherited the name and we kept it, even though it has nothing to do with Utah whatsoever. There's Utah's a jazz. There's, there's a jazz club here. We went to it. Avant Garde. Avant Groove. Avant Groove, whatever. Doesn't matter. It's the only jazz club I know of in Salt Lake. Uh, yeah, and it's brand new. It wasn't here when they moved <laughs> the freaking jazz here, dipshit. <laughs> okay, so can we talk about the weather? This is the craziest non-winter we've had that I, I can remember. Ever. And I'm sorry, you people that are like, just enjoying this mild winter. You guys can go fuck yourselves. Yeah, this mild winter so, means... I think I saw that the last time we had a winter similar to this was like 1973. Yeah. So before we were born, Jeremy. Yes. That's a long time this ago. Is, we're old. Technically, that's before all of us were born. We're yeah. older than... Yeah, but Jeremy and I are the oldest. <laughs> so if it's older than us, it's older than but, shit. <laughs> so it has happened, but it was a while ago. This is bad. This is no, not it's a, really bad. This is not good, and it's not looking like it's going to get better. Like I was commenting that it was really cold this morning, and we did have a freeze last night. Uh, that's true. The the wind chills were frosty this morning. So it, it was it was frosty, and it was frosty with ice from the rain yesterday afternoon. <laughs> Dan Evans on Fox 13 said he left his sunroof open okay. overnight, and it created like a thin sheet of ice over the top of it. The weather last night did because wow. it was it was misty, but it was cold yeah. enough. To freeze so so oh, weird but, that'd be so weird to but get here's into. the here's the concern it was that cold last night 
and the tree, all the trees are budding. Yep. I have tons of growth the in my garden. The trees are budding and the, the bees are buzzing. The bees are out. I saw I saw two honeybees last week and a fly yesterday. And I know that sounds uh, fly, but a fly flies aren't flies supposed, aren't to, be supposed to be out right now. So I hope it kills all the wasps because I hate my wasps. Yeah, I'm a wasp farmer. Well, so I, I so I'm working on an irrigation system for my garden because I am truly, honestly afraid of water rationing. Yeah, I think it's going to happen. It's going to have to with my secondary water, and or they'll just shut it off completely. Well, I think that we have. I mean, it'll be a drought year. I don't think they'll go to rationing in northern Utah because we do have full reservoirs. Um, because the last couple of years have brought us out. Southern Utah doesn't. No, they're, they're screwed. They're 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 really fucked down there because it's just as bad down there, and it's it's uh man I don't I don't even know like I don't think we're gonna climb out of this at all. So for me, it's my garden that I that's my big concern. If my yard burns up or or I water it just enough to keep it from bursting into flames, whatever, yeah, because it'll be here. because it'll be the rest of my neighborhood too. But it's my garden that is important to me because like. We just finished the last squash this weekend. Yeah, that's a huge. That's a huge thing for you guys. You guys can a ton of stuff. Yeah. So we, I mean, we utilize it, and like I said, we just had our last squash this last weekend. We we joke about urban farmer Jeremy, but there's but it's, reality. It's true. <laughs> so well, yeah, yeah so I'm like, it doesn't just like make you bummed out. Like it costs you money because yeah, I can't remember the last time we actually bought like squash and zucchini and stuff like that because we grow it and save it and can it and freeze it and use it all year round so yeah no i'm i'm definitely worried plus i mean more than just for selfish reasons we need that water yeah it's it's um it's not looking good that's for sure and you know i you're at a point now where you go well maybe hopefully it doesn't freeze again maybe because i mean last night i wonder how much of that's going to kill off well, so they're trees saying, and, and they're saying it's supposed to be like 31 overnight. Saturday supposed to be 25. Yeah, and, mm. and maybe snow. But then back up in the 60s after that. But if it does that, it's likely to kill. the highest next week. What's that? 50, 54, 54 is the highest next week. But if, if we hit below freezing for a couple nights, it, there's there's a likelihood all the trees that have, have budded. like the. There's five five days that are supposed to be below freezing at night. Yeah, <laughs> so you've got all these trees that have budded. Fruit trees. And those blossoms that are out, that's it. Well, and so the, the far-reaching effects of that are we lose all of our local well, fruits, our local produce, all our local and fruit. produce, and that means it's all coming from other places. So the price for produce this spring and summer's through the roof. Your, <coughs> your apples and peaches and pears and A couple bucks a piece, not a pound, a piece. Yeah, it's going to be rough. Plus sure. our, all of our good folks at the farmer's market who... Jess is laughing about this. No, there's a <laughs> song on that I'm actually shocked that's on your radio. So that's all. Uh, <laughs> I'm just very excited. What are we jamming, are we jamming out to? <laughs> the know, darkness. <laughs> it's called You're Growing On Me. It was on their debut album in 2004. And they're coming in concert in April. No one knows who they are but Jess. Yes, you would. You would know if you heard their popular <laughs> song. Maybe that's a good segue into events. Uh, sure, whatever. Winter Olympics. Um, oh yeah, that's yeah. Coming up. That's Thursday, apparently. Something. Chris forgot. I, I have no interest in it for some reason this year. And I, the Super Bowl commercials, like. Oh, that was my favorite part. All the Olympic commercials, they were so good. Yeah, I didn't really care. The Paralympic <laughs> commercial that was one of the first ones was pretty good, but I didn't get into the Olympics. That was a Toyota period. commercial, by the way. Toyota totally tweeted me. 
Yeah, they, it was. Did they Toyota really? tweeted yep. you. It was a Toyota. Did you say I work for VW? You can't treat me. It was a Toyota commercial, primarily the, the Special Olympics mm-hmm. commercial, because they're amazing. they're a major sponsor of the mm-hmm. Paralympics. Hmm. Um, Tide totally won. No, Tide's commercials were terrible. Oh no, they they were they fucking won they the marketing horrible. game. I think my favorite Super Bowl commercial of all times is the one where the law, the law firm hires Terry Tate. So this was a few years ago. I don't know if you remember it to to be their morale booster. So like the lady's walking down the hall and you see him running. So they're all in the glass office and you see him running. And he tackles her just full on whiplash. And then the one guy's sitting there and he's playing games on his computer and does the little da dun da dun because he won. And he's like woo. And Terry Tate just takes him out, just like. <laughs> and then it's got the other lady and he body checks her into the to the to the fighting cabinet. And he's like, you've got to have a report cover on that. You know that, or so it's just anyway. That was my favorite of all time. I still say Tide One because one they turned getting, every commercial into their commercial. They're getting a ridiculous amount of publicity based on their for the stupid Tide Pod. No no, 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 no. So okay, so what what Tide did this year? So in the first quarter, they had a a, a long spot. It was like forty five seconds. It was right at the beginning of the game. It was one of the first commercials, and it's the dude that that is. Uh, what's He's his in name? Stranger Things. Yeah, he plays the sheriff in Stranger Things. Oh right. So he's like, this is a commercial for blah, blah, blah. Like it's, and I don't remember what it was. And he's like, no, it's a commercial for this, but it's not a commercial for this. And, and then he's of, riding on a horse. Yeah. And, like, like and all these the cars, old spice guy. Like, but it's not. It's a commercial for Tide. He's like, look, no stains. And he it. starts pointing at the clothes. He's like, this, you think this is a, nope, it's a Tide commercial. See, the one that was funny was the very last one yeah. that they had Mr. Clean. So that like, was hilarious. So like 45 seconds of him going, this is a Tide commercial. So after that. Because it's a, the reason you, you haven't said it. Because he said they're they're all Tide commercials because the clothes are clean. Yeah, and then he said every commercial is every commercial a Tide commercial, and that's how the end of that commercial goes. And so, for the rest of the game, you're watching commercials and you're like, "Is this going to be a Tide commercial?" Or he's like, <laughs> "This is a Tide commercial." And they did one each quarter, like between each quarter and and then the halftime. Uh, and and so you're like, hmm. and then you're compi- kind of comparing every commercial to that, like. Is this as good as that commercial? And I don't. I think by far it was the. I best enjoyed set. the tight commercials. So NFL commercials were the best. They were pretty good. Tetherball, thumb war, board games, dirty yeah. dancing. The, dir- the dirty on. dancing one was. Spot but on. all yeah. of them the leading up, him awesome. talking about playing tetherball was hilarious. <laughs> I just think that I can't think of tetherball and Chris Pratt commercials for McClub. Those yeah. were hilarious. You had to see the first one or the others didn't make but sense. But I think the reason that the Tide one did so well is because every time you saw a commercial, you wondered if it was a Tide commercial. <laughs> I didn't at all. Actually, I, did. I didn't even think about that. I totally did every single time. And every person that I've talked to about them, that's what they've, they were like, we wondered if every commercial was a Tide commercial. It's been all over the, all great. over the internet about it. But anyway, so, Olympics, uh, they're coming, I guess. And and in in the the name of climate change, there's no fucking way Salt Lake could have hosted Olympics this year. We won't be in the running again if this continues. Like people will yeah. be too oh, afraid. See that? That's what this whole email is about. <laughs> this is the wall of text we discussed like an hour ago. It's a wall of snow. Forty-five minutes ago, <laughs> Jesus Christ! We've been talking about <laughs> longest nothing. intro. We've been ever. talking about nothing for so long. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for sticking with us. Now we have some events way further into the show than normal. So there's a wall of text about the Olympics. What does this say? Should I try and read this? No, no definitely not. You're a terrible. Does it have a naked? Is it like one of those magic eyes where if you kind of no, stare just at would it, you let her read it? No, it's okay. I'm not going to read the whole thing. So 
There is a meeting tomorrow for the Salt Lake Olympic Exploratory so on Committee. Wednesday? Yes, sorry, Wednesday. So today, if you're listening. Right. Um, on Wednesday. You would think after a year and a half that I wouldn't say stupid stuff like that. But it's not stupid. Um, anyways, so the Salt Lake Olympic Exploratory Committee is meeting Wednesday, and they are the ones that decide, they vote to decide if they're going to recommend Salt Lake for the Olympics or not. And... They, after that, after the meeting, somebody will go to Korea and meet with the uh, USOC, which is the United States Olympic Committee. Can we meet to meet about the meeting that we might be doing later <laughs> as a meeting? Well, there's a lot that goes into it. I know, um, I know. I'm, I'm just saying. <laughs> including, you know, money and other potential hosts. Uh, the reason, so the people that contacted us is kind of like a grassroots organization that has been kind of meeting with the Olympic exploratory committee from what I understand. Um, and they are, their Twitter handle is at SLC 2026, 2030. So those are years that they're putting it up for. They don't want the 2024 because that would, um, they don't want two American Olympics because LA will be in 20. 2028. Yes. So the other American cities that are interested are also Denver and Reno slash Tahoe. Um, of course, Salt Lake is biased towards the Olympics. It's the best potential host. Wait, wait, wait. Did you say Reno? <laughs> yep. Reno slash Tahoe. <laughs> I shot a man in Reno just to watch him die. <laughs> Anyways, so Salt Lake would spend four million less than other cities. Seriously, Reno? Tahoe. No, but Reno? Tahoe, first off, Tahoe's not even really a town. Reno is a small city that is fucking disgusting. Have you seen Reno 911? Reno That's pretty much real. Squaw Valley, which is basically Reno, hosted the Olympics in the 60s. Just so you know. No. Um, anyway, so Salt Lake would spend <laughs> at least four million less than other cities because we already have all the venues. Yep. And it just has huge And they're in good advantages. working condition. So, um, if you just want to follow what's happening with this, then just follow that Twitter handle and you can I get really updates. I really hope that we still have a chance at it because I hope that they don't come and go, you know, your snow might be unreliable enough that we don't trust it. Well, I got to be honest. There's there's worries about... Yeah, but that, the, in, when we held the Olympics, there was... It was a pro there was a problem was that a year. Issue. I know. Yeah, we had an issue that Which year. Which is why they might say they, your they snow is unreliable. They talked about delaying the games, the start of the games for a week or two that year to try and get more snow. I remember that very clearly. Now, I, I will say I would love to see Olympics, Olympics here again. I think it was really good for the, the city. Um, a lot of stuff has come from that. I talk about it all the time with the Silicon Slopes initiatives and stuff that are a direct result from the Olympics being here. We definitely have the infrastructure already in place. It's not like we're going to be building a ton of shit. So I think from that perspective, it would be pretty fucking awesome. But I think some of the stuff that we are doing as a state, uh, the, the shit with public lands, uh, our, our liquor laws, the proposed huge tax hikes on hotels, some of that stuff is going to be a negative thing for us if, if we try to get the Olympic bid here. Um, so just things that, that need to be kept in mind as the legislature is in session and we're doing some of this shit. And we'll, we'll talk about some of it in, in more detail. But I want to let Jess have more time to talk about events. Good thing I don't have very many to talk about. Um, so... Last week, we talked about Jim DeBacchus bringing his one-man show back. Damn that guy. You can go to SenatorDebacchus.com 
scroll down about half the way and you it'll say upcoming events and you can go. Um, is he calling it just Jim? It is called Stories from My Soul. Oh, that dude is a good storyteller. It should have been just Jim. Just Jim. Just Jim. Damn to back his life. What's with your hands? Just Jack. Yeah. It, You're just you all. Get it. <laughs> uh, on he the 10th. Know what to do with them. <laughs> so we were supposed to have Chocolate Conspiracy with us this week, but they wanted to reschedule because both of them wanted to join us. And so also, we'll have them in a couple weeks. I was wondering about that because I got to imagine it's somewhat kind of a busy time of year for them right now, right? That's not why they rescheduled. So. No, but is it not a busy time of year for them? Sure. I didn't ask. I would imagine because they're a chocolate store. So they are opening abnormal hours from their normal hours. So, yes. Um, they are they're doing open from 1 to 2.30 and then again between 8.30 and 9.30 at night. They're actually only open Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, those, those three but hours next week, on those three Next days. week they will be open every day. So the 10th, they're doing an intro to find chocolate. And that is a $30 class. goes from 7 to 9. It's at 774 South, 300 West. And they will be talking about nutrition of the cocoa bean, the creation. They'll have 10 to 15 samples. Um, they really make their chocolate in a very unique 10 way. 10 to 15 samples to share with everybody that shows up or 10 to 15 samples per person? I would imagine per person. Well, good. So, do they do coca leaf extraction there? You can ask them when they come on the 20th. I doubt they do. It's illegal. Write that down. <laughs> oh, I'll ask them. Do it. Uh, Salt Lake Farm. I haven't talked about it for a while. Salt Lake Farmer's Market still going on, and they are doing a big chocolate weekend. Is this, the, is this the drugs and food market? Yes. Down in Rio Grande? Yep. Uh, next week is Chinese New Year. There's plenty going around. You're the dog. The city. Dirty dog. Yep, you're the dog. On the 16th, you can head over to Olympic Oval, and they are having a Nathan Chen viewing party. Are they serving dog? Ew. It's um, the year of the dog. They celebrate it. They don't eat it on this, this year. Oh, right. So this year, they serve monkey. Cat. And you're cats. wearing a monkey shirt. <laughs> hey, quit, quit, quit it. I have, I have dogs in. And that is a case. nicer. That is a nicer hoodie than normal. What did you get a new Saver hoodie? <laughs> I sure did. <laughs> that I like tongue his brown is hoodie. creepy. Um, so if you want to go to the viewing party, it's fifteen dollars. They're disturbing. gonna have skating what? fun zone. Oh, for the or the it's thirty dollars, and you get like a buffet dinner so and for there's the, activities. For the year of the dog, do they come out in a big giant like dog dragon? I costume? am way past Chinese New Year right now, so. What? That was just now. Nathan just Chen viewing party. She's What's a, Nathan Chen? He is skating. He's a local that is skating, figure skating oh, for the I gold medal. I didn't know. Also, oh, because you were talking over the top. <laughs> you know, shut up. But it's Sh okay. We can get back to Chinese New Year. So on the seventeenth at Cottonwood High School, they have a hu a huge celebration. It's the day after Chinese New Year. Um, it's six thirty to nine. They'll have a lion dance, which is prior to six thirty. So if you want to see that, what's a lion dance? It's you know like you know, when you see dance. the the big. So Chinese. you just said we were way past Chinese New Year, and that's the specific question I was asking. Because I was on the 16th, and now I just came back to the 17th <laughs> of the actual celebration at Cottonwood Heights. God damn it. <laughs> so they will have... Uh, so, so is that... No, I'm asking a question about this event. You shut your mouth or I'll mute your mic. <laughs> I'll I have scrap Jeremy's again. <laughs> so is the, is the... You said it's a lion dance? Mm -hmm. So is the lion, with air quotes that no one can see, is it actually a dog? No, it's normally in the Chinese celebrations. Yeah. 
So they don't make it a, like a dog face with a dragon body? They don't body? change it every year. It's not ever a monkey it could be, or what's, a rat. What's, uh, or what's his name on NeverEnding Story? Atreus' no. dog friend. Oh, yeah. Bastion? No. No, Bastion's that's the kid. kid. Oh, that's right. Uh, Falcor. Falcor. Yeah, it could the be a giant. NeverEnding Story. That would be fucking I can't, awesome I can't, to see like a giant Falcor dance. I can't do Falcor because he's bumpy on one there side. There was a two, but it was not as good. And obviously... The story ended if they did a two. That so. was such a so, good so movie. They did such that a good job. Have, good. have any of you read that bad. book? The actual book? I, I did. So, no. yeah, we read the book and then watched it when I was in school. Is the book good? That was like 35 years ago. So I probably you don't care. Tell you. <laughs> Jess, have you read the book? No, I don't read. <laughs> you're fucking reading right now. You are reading this My list. own notes. It doesn't matter. You're still reading. Well, I'm reading that on the 15th at Wheeler Farm, they're having a responsible chicken owner certification class. <gasps> Jeremy. Jeremy. What? What? Go get a responsible, responsible chicken, chicken owner so it's $20 a person, and they're going to be teaching the basics, navigating ownership, nutrition, uh, all kinds of things. So that's at Wheeler Farm. See, if I had the background that Jeremy does with chicken farming... You teach the class? Well, this yeah. is this is my yeah, problem. Like, I'd be interested classes? in going to the class. I hate chickens, by the way. There's no way I'll fucking own chickens. <laughs> They're birds, first off. That's besides the point. But if I went to something like that, I would probably, you know, if I had your skill set, I would probably just, like, fucking talk over the people. Like, yeah, because oh, you do that do anyway. This. I do it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> like, when we were, on, we were touring the U with, with Sean. <laughs> I was I, even doing that. I was, like, leading half the tour because the tour guide was fucking terrible. He walked past the women's gymnastics building and didn't say anything and about the like, U women's gymnastics. There was, like, one dude and so, ten chicks on the tour. Was he, like, 18? Probably, but that's not the like, point. He is, like, a... Like Kids. probably junior frat so, boy. So I know that your daughter like totally skipped out on doing the t- the go- the tour guide thing, but kids give them all of them. Like it's a student, it's a, it's student, a student ambassador, job. and so there are some that are better than others. And I have to say, as much as I love the U, I think that he was probably the worst one. Oh, the so U bad. one was the worst one. He was so terrible. He's He'd, probably on probation. I don't know. <laughs> he wasn't the Greeks Greek society, so. <laughs> Well, I'll tell you who's not the worst. On the 15th, you can pay 50 bucks to go to the Little America and listen to Spencer Cox, Niederhauser, and Hughes talk about Utah highway usage and infrastructure. You got to spend 50 bucks to do that. Is that a fundraising dinner? I don't know. It's breakfast. I don't know. It's during the morning. Brunch. It's 8 to 10 a.m. They can fucking suck my dick. I'm not getting them 50 bucks. Well, then you can give Oli your, your money because they're doing a red wine and I, soap class on the 18th. I, Yay! I give Olio a lot of my money. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, then you can go up to the Anarchy Girls up in North Salt Lake and they are doing... So I know I know it's only February, but there's plenty of time to start planning your cosplay for September for Comic-Con. And normally they have... Um, it's kind of like a members-only thing, but they're doing this open craft day from 12 to 8 on the 18th and you can go in and work on whatever projects you have does anyone know where that was from where i was yelling anarchy yeah from your big trap that has not shut up that's where it was from i liked holly better (laughs) she was nicer (laughs) to me (laughs) she didn't talk very much hey so much for you saying that i wasn't going to listen to the podcast because i've been Uh, listening to it so i'm expecting a chocolate shoe she comes home the other day she's like I'm listening to the podcast, by the way. <laughs> so I need, I, I'm, I'm expecting a chocolate shoe. I'm not going to fucking do it now. Holly will be happy to know you listened to her episode. 
Hi, Holly. So that's it. Jess. So when Jess said yep. that she was doing that, she had invited Holly. My first comment, if any of you noticed, was, "Hey, I was going to suggest inviting Holly." Yeah, I was the smart ass that was like, so you just invited her and didn't ask first. <laughs> but that was going to be my suggestion was to have her to see if she could come because I, I really like Holly. She's awesome. And she's not just your sister. She's our friend. Okay. With us, we have uh, Ozzy Passan or Oscar Passan. Which one do you prefer, Ozzy or Oscar? Uh, I go by Ozzy. That's what everybody calls me. So you guys may remember those that are listening. Um, we, we talked to uh, Trey and... Jeff and Jeff <laughs> about Ozzy's uh, about Ozzy's uh, comic book, his graphic novel, right, Ozzy? Yeah. Yes. Did you just fall over? Are you okay? That was my boon. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So uh, yeah. you guys didn't hear it, but Ozzy's got a bird that's been chirping in the background. I think he just punched it or something. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Ozzy, what made you decide to write uh, Sand Wars? Strange, but basically we were on a trip. I don't remember where it was, but we were on a trip with our dad when I was like about seven, and I got bored, so I decided to start writing. But then it turned into something that I actually loved. So it was out of nowhere. How long did it take you to write it? It took me about a month, probably, because I was determined. I wrote like six hours a day, probably. Wow, six hours a day at seven years old. I mean, I love to write. So. Wow, that's I've, there's plenty of people that can't write that much now uh, as an adult. Jeremy so. can't. Nope, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Tom Cutworthy added onto the story. How much did he add? Uh, I mean, I did most of the stuff, but he added um, a bit more. So what's what, what's the story about, Ozzy? Well, it's about two boys so they're very young at first so they have a lemonade stand that they each have but then they start getting into like an actual war with who whose is better and it goes on as they get older so why did you decide to make it a comic book well it's a good question uh basically because if i needed a chapter book it would only be 50 pages long so i decided to do something that I could extend into 200 pages. Wow, so it's going to be a 200-page graphic novel? As of now, that's what Jeff thinks. Wow. Are you going to break it up into a couple of different books, or are you going to try to put that all into one? Well, right now on Kickstarter, we're trying to raise money for just one book, but we might not reach it. But if we don't, we're going to try again with volume one. That's a good idea. That's a good idea. I think that's a good idea, because then you'll keep people want to keep asking for more and you'll keep bringing them back with each each edition also, only by volume four we'll have enough backers to raise money so aside from the kickstarter being successful what what do you want to see happen with with your comic do you want to just give out you know the the comic to the people from the kickstarter or do you want to see it you know distributed do you want to go to comic conventions comic cons I mean, it would be nice if we could get out there. I mean, I hope that it can, even though I know I'm thinking realistically maybe it can, but I hope so. So. Do you, do you uh, frequent any local comic book shops there in New York? I don't really know any. I just know Bones and Nobles, which is sadly closing down. That is sad. It is very sad. Yes. Not enough people read books anymore. Yeah, I mean, now it's just all ordered on Amazon and Kindles and stuff. So are you a big comic fan? 
What? Are you oh, a big um, comic book fan? I'm not the biggest. I read more of fiction and non-fiction books, but I do I do like a comic once in a while, as long as it's not like superheroes or stuff. I like stuff that actually is real, realistic. I don't know. No, that makes sense. That makes sense. So yeah. do you do you want to get your your you know your novel published out onto like the Amazon Kindle and iTunes and and sites like that? Yeah, if we if we can, that'd be great. So you have you're at thirty five percent of your Kickstarter, right? Yes. And how much? Backers, I think. And how much is that? Uh, we have about four uh fourteen thousand five hundred ninety nine dollars. That's amazing, Ozzy. You should be very proud of yourself. Uh, I'm very because in only a couple of days we got up to ten thousand. That's awesome. What are you offering your backers? I'm um, pretty sure for five dollars it's a thank you, and then from then on. It's like you get the signed book, you get a poster, or you can name a character, basically. Naming a character would be pretty awesome. Yeah, that's pretty I cool. I mean, it's not like the main people, of course, but... That's know. it. You can be an extra. It's okay. Yeah, being yeah. an extra in a comic book <laughs> Right? Cool. <laughs> <laughs> it's like being an extra. You live in New York City. It's like being an extra in a movie. You can watch that scene and be like, I was walking across that street. Mm-hmm. So what's been your favorite thing about this whole process from from coming up with the idea to writing to doing this Kickstarter? What's been your favorite thing so far? I think I'm um, trying to raise awareness for it with the Kickstarter because my teachers have been interested in stuff. Cool. Cool. So have you integrated it into some school projects? Uh, well, we don't have any right now, but my teachers are aware of it and have donated. Oh, that's awesome. That's really cool. Also, writing it was one of my favorite parts. Your is your your bird wants to be interviewed, doesn't it? Uh, probably because I. Can't <laughs> what kind of bird is it? It's a cockatoo. What's its name? It's a good bird. Do cockatoos talk? Uh, yeah, he's only six months old though. So uh-huh. not yet. What's his name? Petey. <laughs> that That's is awesome. an awesome bird name. That is awesome. That's pretty much amazing. Is he from Ireland? <laughs> is your cockatoo from Ireland? No, Australia. Oh, even better. <laughs> so, Ozzy, what do you want people to know about your comic book? Well, I want them to know that um, it's a book written for kids. It's, it's a book written for kids, but it's actually wrote by a kid, because I know not many books can say that. Yeah, that's true. It's pretty rare. I mean, I know a lot of books are written by kids and stuff, but this is, like, one that I hope they get out there. No. I I think you're pretty rare, actually. Chris is over here shaking his head. There's not a lot of kid authors. No, especially not comic book creators. It's it's pretty infrequent. It's all a bunch of old guys. Yeah, a bunch of bunch of old dudes for sure. <laughs> uh, we we have one more question for you, Ozzy. What is your favorite part about working with Jeff and Trey? Um, I think it's trying to find out how we can raise the money because I love talking to them and trying to figure out and with Jeff probably just like designing the characters you know because we had to fill out each for each one so that was fun was it neat to see your what you had envisioned to see Jeff create that for you and bring it to life I mean I thought Jeff did 100% on what I was envisioning that's awesome that's really good Ozzy your bird is taking over our mics we can't hear you Oh, sorry. Let me move him. Okay. Well, so be I, better 
That's better. Well, Ozzy, thank you very much for talking to us. We appreciate it, and we're going to try and get some people to help back your Kickstarter as well from over here. Awesome. Okay. Keep us up keep, keep us up to date with how it goes, okay? Okay. Perfect. Have a good night. Go to bed. It's like almost 9 o'clock there. It's only 8.40. Yeah, it's only almost. 8.30, Jessica. Jeez, <laughs> whose mother That's are way you? past my bedtime. <laughs> Thanks for joining us, Ozzy. Good luck. Okay, thank you. Have a nice day. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Let's do some news, shall we? Time we for time? some news. Do we have time <laughs> after our 58-minute intro? It's true. Well, we don't have a guest. Uh, as Jess said earlier, we, um, we're supposed to talk with Chocolate Conspiracy. Um, they moved on us, which is perfectly all right. We'll still get to talk to them. Um, but there's a lot of sh- This is a big stack of shit. <laughs> I don't know if we're going to get to all of it. There's a lot of... It's the legislative session is in. Uh, last year when it was in, we spent a lot of time doing legislative stuff. It's important. Um, it's how Utah is as unique as Utah is. Right? Yep. Now we're going to be Florida, and Florida is going to be Utah, though. So first off, I'm going to start with a tragedy up in uh, Zion. So uh, some dude fell off of Eagle's Landing. 13-year-old girl. So Angel's Landing, not Eagle's Landing. <laughs> Some, Some dude Sorry. fell off. Okay, first off, 13-year-old kid has no business being fucking up on Angel's Landing, especially not this time of year. Well, the last pictures I saw of it had ice on it, so there's well, that. Well, it has ice on it a lot of times in the middle of the summer. Like, even in July, there's still some ice on the trail. So Angel's Landing, for those of you that, that don't know, you can go look up videos. There's some really cool videos that people take when they, they hike it. It's a trail up in Zion. It, it's one of the most treacherous hiking trails. It might be the toughest trail they have. But you basically hike up. So Zion is a bunch of, you know, like 1,000-foot-high cliffs. Super steep. Like, like cliffs, like cliff faces that people, to rock climb up, hang and sleep you know, one or two nights to make the entire summit. So Angel's Landing is actually a hike that takes you all the way up to the top from the base, all the way up to the top. And there are parts on the hike where literally it's one person wide and they have installed a chain on the inside of the tr- of the rock face to hold on to so you don't fall. Oh, I believe it. I'm just saying no thank you. <laughs> you know, you know your, your, your friend Angie did that hike. She did. Super awesome. She's a total pro hiker as far as I'm concerned. Like that's She's a, a granola bar. She is. And, but that's a that's an amazing hike that I will probably never in my life do, but I don't understand why a fucking 13-year-old has any business doing that hike. Well, when Cassie wanted to do it, I was super scared. I was really glad that she she couldn't do it. That she well, didn't. especially since she's not an experienced yeah. hiker in that regard. Like it is not a small hike. It's it's like 10, 15 miles, and it's just treacherous as hell. But again, my question is, what the hell was she doing as a 13-year-old? And here's here's the bigger deal, right? How the fuck is she hiking in the end of January, beginning of February, on Eagle's Landing in Utah? That's insane. Is that it, shouldn't be something that is possible. Is it that dry down there that they've got zero snow? Uh, yeah, that's southern yeah. Utah. Their snowpack's less than 8% of normal. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's really bad. Yeah, Cassie so. said is in Cedar. It I, I don't think it, it's even actually really snowed snowed yet. Like she hasn't had to deal with snow. Really. Yeah, that really sucks. Um, so anyway, it it does suck. Um, that, that she's gone. Um, they did close the trail. I don't know when they're gonna reopen it. Um, but it's it just goes back into what we we're talking about with climate change. Like that shouldn't be something that happens. Um, 
pretty tragic stuff. That's sad. But it is, like, go seriously, if you have never seen it, if you don't know what it is, just YouTube Angel's Landing Hike, and you will see the amazing fucking views and the crazy shit that I'm talking about with the, the fucking chain ledges where it's literally, like, the edge of where you're standing is a thousand plus foot drop. It's something I want to do, but I'm too scared to. But you'll jump out of fucking airplane. Well, that's different. I'm supposed to. I'm not supposed to fall off the cliff. <laughs> Fuck. You can go cliff jumping with the parachute. That's like the best of both worlds, right? I could do that. I would do that. See? Uh, <laughs> so, other sad news. Uh, John Huntsman Sr. has passed away. Don't want one, Jerry. That'd be sad. What? I told Jeremy not to want one. Yeah, don't fucking do that, you no. dick. <laughs> you were about to do it. I was looking at your face. No. You were like, I'm going to do want one. No, I was going to say, do you know what he's famous for? Uh, lots of shit. His original invention was the, the styrofoam container that... Uh, yeah, that like McDonald's used for everything. And for coffee back shell. in the 80s. Yeah. The, the, the old so clamshells, the styrofoam cups. That's what got him started, is he invented styrofoam. And that he made a huge empire off of it. Now, unlike a, a lot of people that make huge empires, he gave away almost all his money. Like, he's given away ridiculous $1.4 billion. Well, and his contributions to the Cancer Center. I mean, and, and not just stuff here in Utah. He just did humanitarian yeah. stuff all around the world. Well, and at one point, I mean, he, he became so big that he, you know, he purchased Texaco's petrochemicals operation in the 90s. Well, for one billion dollars. What's kind of cool is he he's passed that on to his his kids because a lot of times you've got a a well, self made man. Former Governor Huntsman. John well, that's Huntsman what Jr. I'm saying. So like a lot of times though, you get like that self made man, and so he still has roots and he still has that that need to give, but maybe his kids don't because they grew up rich and and easy, and his kids are all philanthropists and and they they do good works too and. So while it's really, really, really sad that he's gone because he was a great man, he passed along that that goodness to his kids, and his kids will keep doing it. And I feel like that they're probably passing it on to their kids. And and so it's it's a it's something that's not just going to die because he died. He he passed along not only his money but his goodness. Too. So he is an example of the Republican ideology of if you give the rich money, they will pay it forward and push it down to the lower levels. He is one of very few that actually does that. He's one of the exceptions. Yeah. Uh, and just just kind of give you an idea, in 2016, uh, he was the number 21 in Forbes' top givers that year. He gave away $137 million. So uh, really sad. His funeral is, is this week. Um, he's uh, a really important person to the state of Utah, a really, really amazing guy. I'm so. glad you didn't wish him dead. I would never do that. Now, if he was orange and hung out with Chester Cheetah, maybe. <laughs> Can I tell you, I love the Cheetos commercial where the dude brings out the like Cheeto dust visual thing, like the black. Oh line. yeah, it's like, like we have a cat. Where did we get a cat? Where did we get a cat? That is my favorite line in the commercial right now. It's just, it's fucking amazing. All right. So speaking of trickle down economics, so one of the things that uh, the tax the change in tax structure at a national level is supposed to do is um, 
give us a little bit of break, get people to get paid more money. Uh, I mean, if you're Paul Ryan, you think a dollar fifty a week for a teacher is an awesome raise. Hmm. <laughs> Did you guys see that? No. Can you f- so he fucking tweets out. I think it was yesterday. Maybe it was a couple days ago. Maybe it was Saturday. He tweets out this this story, totally serious, like it was a big win for him. Um, something to the effect of, uh, just just read a story about a teacher in uh, so and so who was thrilled that she has a dollar fifty more a week now, and that should almost pay for her Costco membership for the year. But the the way he wrote the tweet was like, this is a win. He deleted it pretty quickly. Does he know how to do math? This is... <laughs> she's excited because it will almost, almost pay, pay for, for her, her Costco membership. Yeah, her, Costco her fucking membership. Costco. $1.50 a week. Are you fucking kidding now, me? Now, an hour, that's amazing. A week, yeah. not so much. $1.50 an hour is not even that amazing for a fucking teacher. That's shit. I mean, it's it's probably great for the teacher, it's but probably I mean, more of a win than $1.50 a week. Yeah, for sure. For sure. He's just... It just shows how out of touch they are. But so one of the things that they're hoping will happen is companies will pay their, their workers more. So we've talked about Walmart increasing its, its, you know, minimum wage internally. One of the other things that's going to happen. So Dominion Energy, which by the way, have I mentioned the name Dominion? It's terrible. From, from <laughs> I know we have Dominion over you now. Yeah. Dominion Energy. So anyway, that's our, our local power company. Dominion Energy has announced that 17, I should rename it to Stark Energy. Uh, seven, seventeen million dollars in tax cuts are going to go back to your power bills. That's cool. The story on KSL paints it in a light of these guys are doing the right thing. They're getting this tax break, so they're going to pass the savings along to consumers. They have to do that <laughs> legally. They don't get to set their rates without approval, and they have profit margins. There's an actual formula. Just just Google it. There's a there's an actual formula out there that the the government has set up for power companies because they have absolute control. They have a monopoly. They have to play by rules. They can only make certain profit margins. So when they get 170 or 17 million dollars in taxes back, you fuck your profit margin equation, and now you got to change the power rates. But this story makes it out like they did this on their own. They're the good guys. Yeah. Well, they're the good guys. They're doing what they have to do because otherwise they'll come back and get audited federally and and have to make change anyway. Ain't nobody got time for that. <laughs> Ain't nobody got time. That's a that's a Noah. That's a Trevor, Noah, Trevor thing. Noah thing. Ain't nobody got time for that. It's a real bit that he does. Because the news. <laughs> because there's so much news these days. It's from the lady. Yeah, it is. He's got the pneumonias. Hey, did you see that? Uh, your, oh, your, the bronchitis. One of your is. one of your favorite uh, one of your favorite uh, movies is on Netflix. Jess, it is. Tu Wong Fu. Yes, I just put it in my queue this weekend. Available actually. on Netflix now. Tu Wong Fu is in your queue. Tu Wong Fu. I love that movie. I know we've talked about it several times. A lot. That's why I said it. Had some really great lines. Some good feel goods. Patrick Swayze and drug. <laughs> so okay. Um, a little bit more kind of national stuff. Uh, Mia Love uh, is going to be in a race with Ben McAdams for her congressional seat this she year. She is around. not going to win. Uh, hmm. I wouldn't be so confident of that. She's got an R next to her name. That's true. I said that about Trump. So I bring it up because... Good job. You just fucking jinxed it. <laughs> right now, she's got a five-point advantage in polls. Um, but uh, Ben McAdams has outraised her. Uh, donation-wise, which is a a big thing for her seat because she isn't a super long term yet, so she doesn't have this huge war chest of campaign funds, and it's a it's the most hotly contested seat in the state. 
Um, Why is that? Just because of the range that it has? Because it incorporates more of Salt Lake Valley than any other. And it's so funky. Looks like a hand on the yeah, it's the map. Most, it's the most all the fingers fucked the... up gerrymandered district that Utah has, and and it's specifically done that way to try and keep Democrats out of office. It's Matheson's old district. We were we were watching a Adam ruins everything, and we were looking at gerrymandering and. No, no. The the ger- well, the gerrymandering on Adam ruins everything is one, but even the Daily Show was showing the yeah. current maps that the Supreme Court is now knocking down. Like they're actually going in and saying, "Okay, you guys." Like, you can't. You really? gotta redraw them because these aren't these aren't legit. Yeah, let's go back to basic shapes. Square. Well, there's like a fucking circle. There's like there's like a like a s- narrow strip that's like a side of a street that goes up miles in one district to gerrymander it. Like it's crazy. Some of these districts. Well, and it's not even. It shouldn't be a square and a circle. It should be a. Gee, you're all in the same city. You should all vote for the same person because your all of your laws affect all of you. Yeah. Like, sure, I think, look, Southern Utah should absolutely have a huge district, a, a, a big, you know, right. Iron County, Severe County. Well, that's because like Grant. It's, the population is so small. It's a huge chunk of land, but not a lot of people. No, but but they should all be included in a right. district that maybe runs up through Provo and gets a big chunk of them. And then, you know, there's another district in Northern Utah that encompasses, you know, Farmington up through Ogden. But it needs to be, like, people stop, stop it. Just stop it. Like, <laughs> look at it. and and. But they won't. Because when you're in control and you can make those rules, you make those rules. So it's big news that Ben Ben McAdams is outraising love because the Democrats are broke. They're like Democrats have like a six million dollar uh, deficit or debt that they owe right now to creditors. They've only got about six and six and a half in the bank, or maybe it's sixty, and they have like sixty four. No, I think it's like six million, and they only have like six and a half in the bank. So the DNC is struggling for money right now. The RNC is like. Rolling in it. Just fucking, they're like they're Scrooge like burning McDuck. It. They're like Scrooge McDuck <laughs> in it, man. If they smoked, they'd be lighting their cigarettes with $100. Oh, they bills. do. Oh, trust me. Well, they don't smoke. They just support the tobacco companies. It's actually the Koch brothers and, and Big Oil that's that's paying the line in their pockets. So, But anyway, so that's, that's good that he's out raising her. Hopefully that momentum continues. Hopefully the Democrats can take that seat back. Um, I wonder how much money Republicans are going to funnel into that seat to try and keep it. Um, so something to, something to watch for in the coming years. That Pay attention, people. By the way, that seat is decided every year by less than a thousand votes. Just about, I think the last so year was go one of the bigger out margin. Vote, you fuckers. A thousand, <laughs> one thousand votes make the difference. And, and sometimes it's less. It's, it's been under 500 before. So it's a big deal. You guys, you ready to leave? You're all looking at your watches and shit. I didn't look at my watch. This is my Jeremy house. legit looked at his watch. My watch just I didn't even know you had a watch. Messages. Just, just checked out when I stopped interrupting her. No, she didn't. She's just busy doing other things. This is my house, so I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> One thing that's cool, so, I mean, I want Mia Love to lose because I, I think researching she's... researching because our next article, Missy Snow is also running for this position. Oh. All for the same for the same seat. I I didn't really pay attention to the the person. I just liked the article because uh, I was reading some other stuff nationally about this. There is a big move this year. Um, there are more women running for legislative seats than ever before in the country's history. Women are going to sort this shit out because so. you guys done fucked it up. <laughs> <laughs> so seventy nine women are exploring runs for governorships. 
140 uh, are expected to challenge incumbents in the House. I think if Chris would have been on the curling team, none of this would have happened. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Uh, but it, it's... it's. Well, take my advice. <laughs> it is huge that... Uh, oh, it is Chris Stewart's district. Um, what? That's what I said. I know. I just like looking <laughs> through it. But... I think it's really cool that we have so many women running for office. Well, she's awesome, and she wants to be on our show, so I'm sure you'll hear from her down This is Gorbani, Gorbani, right? Yes. Is that how you say her name? I think her hair is pretty. Shireen, yeah. Shireen Gorbani. So it'd be it's cool to have awesome. her on, um, to have Misty on again, maybe, if she wants. I haven't, but I haven't heard anything from Misty's campaign, so I hope that she is a good campaign manager. Well, I, is she still going to do it? I don't know. I haven't really heard about it. So I'll have to reach out to Ginevra. So and it could be a thing where like she's talked it out and decided not to run for How did Ginevra's, how's Ginevra's thing going? I don't know. Her thing? Yeah. Is, didn't she run <laughs> for something? Wasn't she going to run for the state legislature? No. no. Absolutely no. It she was, was running for thing. a seat in Davis County, uh, the Democratic chair. And I oh. don't know if she decided to do it. She's... With as much as she says she's done with politics, she's not ever done with politics. No. It's hard to be once you get involved. So, um, Okay, lots of lots of stuff going know, on. Trudy fell off the planet, so. That's true. She just gone? We had lunch once, but. Hmm, interesting. Uh, okay, lots of stuff going on. I'm not going to hit everything. I'm going to hit some of the bigger stuff. Um, Cannabis. I signed that petition. He's hitting the cannabis. <laughs> did you Did you sign that petition, Jeremy? No, where was it? Is it online or is it? He doesn't get out to places that have petitions. You got to go somewhere besides <sighs> Savers. They're not digging a foundation or framing or Savers. Um, I'm usually not there. <laughs> so they're probably, they're usually at like the <laughs> farmer's markets and any kind of public events that go on. You need on. to sign it because they're, they're pretty close to getting the medical cannabis law put on the ballot so that the voters can vote it and go around the stupid legislators that the keep Huntsman's saying we don't are behind it. it though so it has a good chance of making it and our legislators are still stupid so there's a couple big things here true that um, so that ballot if you guys do see it um, please please sign the ballot and make sure that stuff. you sign it in your right county and don't sign it more than once because they have to pay for each of your signatures to be verified so if you've already signed it, don't sign it again and sign in your current but, county. But from all counts, it looks like it's going to end up on the ballot. Like it sounds a like ballot initiative. Yeah, yeah. it's, it's going to. So what, what a ballot initiative means, there's a couple big ones. There's the, the marijuana one. There's also uh, a tax hike for public education. Um, Go public education. It's looking like it's going to pass uh, and get onto the ballot. When a ballot initiative is passed, um, or what happens is it, it becomes something you vote on on the ballots uh, when you go to, to vote during the election. If enough Utah voters say we want this, we bypass the legislature, we bypass the governor, and it becomes law. Uh, now the legislature and the governor's office can go back and try to repeal it and things like that. That rarely happens. They usually just uh, kind of refine it because when it gets through on a ballot like that, it's usually not as clean as is when somebody actually writes it, but to just get it through is a good thing. So uh, a few, a few small things that have happened. Um, so the committee has sent the board, the bill that uh, has a little bit more uh, death penalty stuff. So you can target 15, 15 year olds who kill officers can be tried as adults now. Um, well, that bill is now out to the floor for a vote. I don't know since this was published, if uh, that's actually made it to a vote, I doubt it. Um, 
another big one. So we have this huge thing with the the Salt Lake County Auditor or Assessor, the old dude that was, was yeah like gone mentally. Um, so now the Senate has passed a bill to be able to remove mentally unfit elected officials. That's a big deal to to have that rule in place. It's one of those things where like you don't think about it until it happens. But yeah, and I'm surprised like, that this is the first time it's really. It passed twenty-seven to one. I wonder who's the one who voted against it. He's mentally unfit. <laughs> so it's a, it's the new dude that chick is sleeping with, <laughs> his assistant. Um, so okay, some some other big stuff going on. So the UTA UTA's uh, got a bunch of stuff going on in the legislature. Um, one of the things that's a big deal for the UTA is a way to pay for stuff. Um, so first off, the the UTA is under a lot of heat. Um, so they're trying to restructure it in in the Utah legislature uh, because the the board as it sits now, they've made a lot of bad decisions. They've been uh, hit for taking fucking extravagant, ex- insanely expensive trips, the executives. The executives make so much money at UTA, uh, these board members that are that are getting paid by UTA. Um, and but so this guy, he feels indicted. Uh, he should be. <laughs> he absolutely should be. Um, so the, the legislative task force uh, is going to try and reorganize the agency entirely. Um, so there's there's a bill out there. No, um, it's not even out there yet. It's being it's being written. Yes, it has yet to be introduced and numbered, but they're saying it will pass. Is that yeah. one of the things that they're talking about at that fifty dollar dinner thing, breakfast thing? Maybe. I doubt it. Regardless, it's something that's going to happen. It's going to restructure. One of the things that they're concerned with is is how to pay for some of that infrastructure uh, that needs to go in um, because it's costly. One of the things they're talking about doing to pay for it is increasing uh, increasing hotel taxes. Um, so, and I think I don't know if I put that story in there or not. Only booze, only liquor sales. Oh, don't worry, don't worry. I'll get there. I'll there get there. It's not in there. It's not in there. So anyway, so there there is a there is a bill out there that's proposing to do a huge tax increase on hotel rooms. Um, it's it's insane. It's way higher. I want to say it was like. Nine and a half to twelve percent. Whoa! So there's two taxes they're proposing, um, and and they're both they're both basically hotel taxes, um, which is a big revenue resource for the state right now. Ours are pretty low, but they're talking about raising them to a rate that's that's pretty extreme, higher than some of the highest in the country. And when I say the highest, I'm talking places like Vegas, San Diego that have huge tourism uh, tourism tax rates. And that's that's the way you tax tourists. So again, we go back to talking about like the Olympics, we talk about trying to get uh, big conventions here like ORE getting them back. When you raise those prices that much, it becomes off-putting to the rest of the world to come here. Another thing that makes it kind of off-putting to come here is the liquor laws. And so um, one of the things that's come out is uh, our liquor sales have been fueled by a lot of the non-Mormons moving into the state and tourism. So we do a lot of liquor sales to tourists. Uh, that's because most of the tourists aren't Mormons. That's true. It's true. So it's a, I mean, it's a, it's a really big deal to get some of this stuff right if we expect to have things like the Olympics come back. People can't come here and, and why can't I order a drink with it? damn near any restaurant I go to. Because it's not a bar, it's a restaurant. Didn't you read the <laughs> sign, stupid? What's with this giant fucking wall next to my table? Like, 
There's there's some stupid shit that's still out there that we need to figure out if we want to bring in. And it in says sales are down the last two years from the 213 million gallons. It's down from 250 that's million. That's malt beverages. Yeah, that's specifically malt beverages. Malt beverages were the only ones that decreased. So that would be your like uh, steel reserves and your... Uh, Ice House was the biggest selling that's so weird. yeah we remember when we went through that list from last year's biggest selling stuff that's yeah hey did you did you see babe the top sp- one of the top selling spirits was uh, fireball cinnamon whiskey yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay so i got <laughs> okay you guys the people i gotta send this picture to jess so that she can put she it up can on the post page. it but i'm at- you should see him he's like he's like running around the room trying to find his phone which is sitting in his speaker playing background music <laughs> so anyway, um, I was at the liquor store it. the other day. This is Kearns, live and large. Like, do you oh, that's fucking pallet? That's a pallet of cases of Fireball, fireball. just stacked. And, and in there's the actually there's actually two pallets side by side. Why? You see that? Th- this is Kearns, and right next to it is like two different brands of shitty cheap vodka. Hey, we're poor out here. Now, this That's is this so is this is pre Super Bowl week weekend. So this was like Friday night that we we went, and this is what this is what was. I would have. Like, we should have gone back like late last Saturday that's not, night to that, see. Is that, that's not your new one. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's, that's the that's new one. one. They just that's what they had out on the floor. Like, Holy. yeah, really, like unbelievable. Like we turned. We were we were there buying all sorts of wine because Chris was doing all sorts of cooking, and he needed white wine, and he needed red wine, and of course I needed pink wine, and so. We were buying wine, and, and he turns the corner, and he's like, I have to take a picture of this. <laughs> That's insane. It was insane. That's but you could buy, like, five you. wise instead and not drink Fireball. I don't drink Fireball. It's disgusting. You was a blanketed statement. Oh, for everyone? Yeah, I'm just amazed at, I mean, As clearly. In, like, support local, local cinnamon yeah. versus. Well, and then there's the, the Porter Fire. That's five wives. Oh, Sorry. Sorry. Don't be don't be sorry, Jess, for for Jeremy being. <laughs> you don't have to apologize for his stupidity. But it's just because it's not labeled Five Wives; it's labeled Porter. But yes, it's the same place. I should have said Ogden Seven. There you yes. go. Uh, that would have probably confused him too. It's okay. Maybe he was stuck in track of traffic for a while. A very long time. He lost a few brain cells. <laughs> it's because he was drinking Fireball. <laughs> no, it's because he was driving so stick in traffic. I don't know if traffic. that was like a like a Super Bowl thing or what, but that was That's an crazy. insane amount of fucking Fireball. Like we're there, like you'll, have, uh, to, you'll have to go back and see if it's gone. Yeah, maybe I should go back just tomorrow and check it out. See if it's gone, or, or if the same pallet's still sitting there, and somebody just made a mistake and way over ordered for the store. <laughs> <laughs> but it's Kearns; they'll sell it. You're like, ah, it's okay; they'll sell it. It's Kearns. <laughs> oh, it's so gross. Uh, okay, some other stuff. This this kind of pisses me off. So the House has voted to give a $1.7 million tax break to Energy Solutions per year. So Energy Solutions is a company that operates out in the Utah desert uh, storing nuclear, spent nuclear waste from all over the world. So it's supposed to be low radiation waste, blah, blah, blah. But $1.7 million a year they're giving back to these guys. And the reason is Energy Solutions saying it's hard to beat because now there's a lot more storage available, so they're having trouble getting business. My thought is, oh, well. So maybe let people keep their own toxic garbage in their own state? Yeah, or send it to another state that wants to take it for a better price. Like, you're storing nasty shit in our land. You can fucking pay the penalties for it. 
But to give them a huge break just blows my mind because their profits aren't as high as they should be. The aliens live out there, so it's okay. <laughs> now aliens and mutated babies. Well, that's how the aliens fuel their ships is off this toxic waste. Oh, I thought you were going to say off of mutated babies. <laughs> uh, I wasn't going to go down that ugly road, but... Well, he's already suggested eating dog on the Chinese New Year. <laughs> well, and, and cat and monkey. But that's a real thing. Fueling rocket ships. You don't ships know. Maybe fueling rocket ships with babies. mutated babies. What's <laughs> happening? You don't know. It's, it's, I do not know. You are correct. It's fucking taking a turn for the worse. <laughs> I'm sorry, folks. Um, okay, so did you guys see the shit that, that Mike Schultz uh, is the douchebag out of Hooper? Hooper? Hooper. What he's proposing. He's trying to put uh, in place uh, legislation uh, that will immediately cancel the tax hike that is hopefully going on the ballot. That uh, that voters are voting to put on the ballot to get around dickheads like him who won't put it on, who won't make a bill for it. So HB 299 is the bill. So call your local congressman in the House, whoever your local representative is for the state legislature, and say, vote no on HB 299, you dumb fucks. If the people vote for this, that means we want the tax. And use those words. Yeah, they'll definitely listen to you if you're <laughs> vulgar. Uh, they will not hang up on you at all if you call them fucking douchebags. <laughs> <laughs> so you might even get to talk to the man in charge so if you use that language. Just a reminder to everyone. Because they know you're serious. <laughs> uh, so this there's, there is an initiative out there to try and get on the ballot, at, ballot to raise $715 million dollars through a combination of sales and income tax increases. So to be fair, this will be one of the largest or the largest tax hike in the state's history. But voters... It's minimal, like, for what it's going to do. So, exactly. So keep in mind, Utah is... I didn't even have The kids. worst, the worst in the nation. The last place state like, in per Like, we're behind, spending. like, Alabama and Tennessee and we're Kentucky worst, and shit. We're worse than Mississippi yeah. and Missouri. Like, if we're worse than Missouri... How I mean that Missouri. Is that where they filmed Deliverance? Well, it's they That's named where Deliverance their actually happened, and they got the story from every day. Well, because you know Missouri, Missouri. <laughs> you know they sound so much alike. You got a party mouth, up. boy. You guys are talking about two totally different states. <laughs> I just want you to go back and listen to this. Well, that's why this is the new Utah, not the, not the new Mississippi. We or don't Missouri. What, what bothers me is if this, if so, so first off, to get on the ballot, they have to have 110,000 petition signers. That's a significant number of unique signatures around the state. And, it's, and they have to get a certain number per county. Well, and like we just talked, they have to verify every single one of those. So it's not just, you know, somebody signing Joe Schmo on a list hoping that it passes. It's they're verified voters. And, and the polls from the Tribune and the Hinckley Institute of Politics, 50% of, 56% of Utah voters uh, support the initiative, which means they support the tax. So if this goes out and the, the voters vote on it, it needs to stay. This fucking dipshit in Congress needs to go fuck himself and not try to repeal it before it even happens. I'm really pissed at the picture that they posted because he's like laughing. And I, and so it makes me feel like he's like laughing like ha 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 ha. Like it just makes me angrier that they posted a, a laughy picture. Uh, just anyway. That just made me angry. So. Jeremy <laughs> <laughs> just made like the angry That's emoji face. My angry face. It's it's. It's sure frustrating. It's really see. frustrating. How come Todd Weiler is being so nice this year? 
Yeah, I was wondering I that. Think he's going to put in a bid to run for governor. So Todd, that's Wy- the word on the street. Todd Weiler uh, is pushing, is trying to push through Senate Bill One Thirty Eight. Which is awesome. Uh, Senate Bill 138 will make it easier. It'll it'll start removing barriers for transgender people to legally change their gender on their birth documents. Because right now it's up to each in each particular judge. And so if you get a, a judge who's okay with it, then they grant it. And if you get a judge that's not, then they don't. Yeah, so you got to stay in the liberal court areas to, to have it happen. So, I mean, that's really cool. And he's he's been doing some other stuff that is just surprisingly moderate to me. I'm just, I'm blown away. I mean, that's progressive. Trying to pass that kind of legislation, super progressive. And his his reasoning is, it just needs to be clear cut. It shouldn't be this this ambiguous thing that's out there. Well, like like I said, if you turn in your paperwork but, and you uh, go do it, all get the it. people to like submit that bill. I just was shocked. Yeah, it blows me away it. that Weiler's the one doing it. But you know, when we talked to when, when we talked to Senator Tabacus, he said, "Look, sometimes if you want to get bills passed." There, I mean, Congress is just like anything else. There are favors that are played back and forth. And there are certain people that can get bills passed, and there are other people that can't. Well, and they're working with Equality Utah with Troy Williams. Which is huge. Yeah. Which is really huge. They're actually doing stuff. So I, I'm, I'm really impressed. I don't think Todd Weiler's such a douchebag anymore as a result. Uh, <laughs> Mike Noel is, though, so go fuck yourself, Mike Noel. Uh, you can go back to Canab and fucking sheep or whatever you have down there. I don't care. <laughs> The Wiley Mountain Goats. I still, he still, goats, yeah. I still can't. I still cannot stand the shit that he does, <laughs> and that includes the sheep fucking. Good thing he's not your rep. <sighs> is he yours? I no. He's fucking canab. 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 Do you like, think that she he's lives the rep? Those he's fingers. the rep of like four people. I do people. basically live there. <laughs> he's like the rep of four people. I think. So, so. it's just our. It's it. So his those, mom is dad and those his wife. Districts, yeah, those districts aren't what? as weirdly I drawn. He's also he also reps for all the polygamists. So he's got them in mind. Big big polygamy towns down there. Big love. Uh Salt Lake City International Airport has its second straight year of record travel. Uh so it increased four and a half percent uh in twenty seventeen. Vermont participated in that this year. Twenty four point two million people traveled through the airport, they think. I'm super excited to see the expansion and the building. It's going to be awesome. Yeah, it's really cool. Hopefully they'll use it more than they use the international terminal, which was basically never. <laughs> like This is a nice terminal that no one ever uses because there's just not, there wasn't the demand for flights. But if you've been to the airport lately, we, we absolutely need a new terminal. It's and insane. It's, it's so packed. And then trying to get through the security, if you catch it at the right time, it's not too bad, but you... Well, when I, so when I took my mom just to go to Cedar, um, we were lucky that she had the, the little pre-check thing because we got there and when we got there, the line for that terminal was already almost to the door. And when I, after I dropped her off and, and left, they had the little thing that funnels people that was curving around and they were already halfway lined up back to where the, you know, the, the actual bars are for people winding back and forth. I know it sounds lines. crazy, but when we travel with all the kids, oh god, we go like two hours early. Oh, because, that's not that's not that early. Because, yeah. Well, and the the hard part is is that that's random. The pre-check's random, so three of you get it and two of you don't. It's like, well, we're all just gonna have to go through. I can't. Anyway. Oh, I totally just go through. <laughs> <laughs> I get flagged if I'm traveling internationally. Why? 
Is Look at her. Her hair is so red. She like She's goddamn, obviously a terrorist. <laughs> gingers have no souls, so they would fucking do anything. I'm pretty sure. I'm, my mom got pre-checked both times. I'm pretty sure it's because she's a freaking old it's lady that never 70. flies. But here's the thing. Uh, someone that age shouldn't get pre-checked because they have no fucking idea what they're doing. Like, at all. They should be she able to go through, job. like, an old, a special old people line. <laughs> old people line. <laughs> she did a good job. I, I prepped her and, and had her ready and, and stood at the line and, like, Mom, it's time to get out your wallet and stuff now. If, right I, was, now. if I was traveling more, like I used to, I would absolutely be a pre-check because it's... It's not expensive to do. No, it's not. It's and it's not. worth it if you do travel a lot, but... Because you, you, I mean, it's the little things like not taking your laptop out of your bag, mm. not, not taking your, your shoes, shoes off, off, your belt off. And the biggest thing is not having to stand in line while fucking Jenny, who has traveled once in the last Some 10 years, you has don't have to take no, your shoes off anymore. no fucking clue how to pull stuff out, even though there have been 15 security people along the way telling them, take your liquids and gels I, out, and take I gotta your laptops say, out. They do a really good job of telling people that like way in advance. I want to know who the one dumbass is who tried to take a shoe bomb on a plane. I actually flew that day. Yeah, I don't remember what his name was. Are you was. serious? That person. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was Christmas Eve. Well, th- there was also the concern of packing explosives in water bottles, which is why you can't take full water bottles with you on a plane anymore. Because they could be used with liquid explosives. Like, it's just crazy, the the measures that... But it's. I understand why they take them, and I, I respect it. I'm just saying that one idiot who tried to do the shoe bomb should be legend. Shot. What I'm was sure his name, is. like Richard Garfield or something? I don't know. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so a couple other cool cool things going on. So Salt Lake City has got a development company, um, Sapa Investment Group. Do shoot bombs even work? Is that even a real thing? <laughs> don't you watch James Bond movies? I'm pretty sure any bomb on an airplane is bad. Well, yeah, but I mean an actual shoe bomb. Explosives in the sole of your shoe. I would shoe never blow my shoes detonator. up. How I hard, hear about them too much. How hard is that to, to believe? Two words. MacGyver, Bond. Oh, I know they could do it, but... Those are fake, Jess. Those are fake. <laughs> can happen. Both of those shows are fake. Just saying. Giving happen. him fictional examples <laughs> don't help. When MacGyver, when the, I need some toothbrushes and... I made a fucking new gadget. You need the new... I made a bomb out too. of a ballpoint pen, bubble gum, and a fucking... Have you seen the new, the new MacGyver? MacGyver? His Inspector Gadget. His son? No, it's him. It's just him. I thought there was one where no, it was his son. Just go, go Gadget no, Copter. <laughs> go, go Gadget. If you have a Go, Go Gadget Copter, why are you always, on an airplane? There were, always, copter there. there were always bombs. He was always using bombs That's every show. Shoe bombs. And finger. His finger was a bomb. I thought it was a light, like a flame. Laser? I don't know. Maybe it was. I thought well, it, it wasn't a bomb. Like but a if, you, if you have a Go, Go Gadget Copter, why are you on an airplane? Why don't you just copter there? That copter does not get that good of mileage. No, and it's he's <laughs> not very good with controlling it. It's tough. Oh, okay, so good thing he had Penny. So enough about shoe bombs, Jeremy. <laughs> Fuck off of it, dude. Um, uh, Salt Lake's going to get a food alley. So Salt Lake Sapa Investment Group is looking to uh, take a big chunk of space. Uh, on uh, do you know what this is? Eight South and State Street. Is that where Piper Downs at? Nope, that's Sears. Oh, that is the Sears. That is the Sears block. So from state to Maine, 8th to ninth South, right? So James and I were actually just talking. This is this is um, church-owned property, by the way. Interesting. So is this another church project? Uh, well, I mean, Sapa Investment Group is the one really doing it. Um, so they're look. it's expected to bring around 700 jobs. They're, basically, what they're trying to do is set up 
This would be awesome. This this huge commercial district that's nothing but restaurants. And and their their target is refugee owned businesses. Yep. And they so, already have Italian restaurant, sushi bar, ramen shop, a beer bar, um, and stop. others that are already committed. And they're gonna bring in traveling chefs, which is awesome. I hope they give um the spice incubator uh a new space because that would be really cool because they they do that with refugees do like a once a week pickup service. So I just think it'll be cool. I, I I'm and excited. 2019. That's not far away. So yeah. early 2019. The renderings look like a bunch of containers. Yeah. Storage containers. It's gonna be cool. So Vegas has this entire community that is like that. It's a big shopping district and restaurant district, and they're all inside of storage containers that are stacked. Jeremy posts things about storage containers all the time. Storage container houses awesome. and restaurants and stuff are way cool. Yeah, that, and that's basically, I think, what they're going to do. That's what they were trying to do with the Granary District. I don't know what happened with that, though. So did you know we got Hamilton coming here to Salt Lake? February 9th, I'm debating trying to buy a ticket because, Jesus Christ, they're expensive on their own without going through well, scalpers. So, so there was there was a, <laughs> there was a article on KSL, which is why I bring it up. <coughs> About that, so I Utah love that you brought Jesus Christ into that. that Scalping's so totally legal in the state of Utah. Well, it's Hamilton, so. But they are fucking outrageous. So most of the tickets that are up for sale now online are from season ticket holders. For they're the gone, they're completely gone. So tickets to the public online sales go on. Friday, the 9th. February 9th. Through Arctix. You okay. have to be registered. Um, they start at $75 and go up to like $300, if, I think. If you want a ticket, you basically have to be ready to go February 9th, like as soon as it's live. Is, like you're just sitting there, your computer just hitting refresh until... Is it that yeah. good? I'm really good at it. Is Hamilton, is it that good of a pretty show? pretty good. You've been? Did you go um, to New York? My cousins have been twice, but I, I love the music to it, so... I don't trust your cousins. Um, you trust James, don't you? Just James's sister. I don't trust James or his sister. I've never met his sister, so how can I trust her? Are you sure? They're untrustworthy. No, they live in Tennessee, so you wouldn't oh. have met them. There but anyway, Hamilton's supposed to be really good, and it's amazing. The that music is phenomenal. It's amazing that we're getting it here. That is cool. Um, and at the new Eccles Theater, and that's probably part of why we're getting it. Here. They should have you Pretty know? Bird open in time for that because it is just now leaving Broadway. So there actually was a post from Pretty Bird today. Their outside is they're gonna have out, outside eating. I think we talked about that when we were driving through Salt Lake a couple weeks ago. But they he yet posted another picture and it's getting closer. You know why they came to the Eccles is because they made sure that they covered up that liquor thing so that nobody would be tempted. Um, so the point <laughs> of this article was not the ticket prices, but how to not yeah, how be to not scammed, get scammed because not trust and believe you will be scammed don't on buy these on tickets. K- don't buy them don't on KSL. Don't post pictures of your tickets when you actually get them. Oh, God. Please don't fucking post pictures of your tickets, people. You dumb. <laughs> for, for anything. Over it. Yeah, for anything, don't fucking post them. Make sure you're covering any... Real Chris actually thought I was going to send the picture of the passport. I'm like, no, I'm just sending it to Cassidy. It's okay. I won't pitch. I won't post my passport. People post the stupidest thing. So though. they're well, talking. And I have to say that shit to my kids. Like, okay, I see you fucking snapping that picture of your passport. You dumb shit. Don't fucking post it. So I'm going to let you know the ticket prices resold. This is not just Utah. Like this is in New York City. Oh no, yeah, you're like, talking. You're talking a thousand dollars just for the show. Yeah, and and like waitlists in in New York City to see it on Broadway. But make sure that you're going through a reputable, a, rep- a reputable reseller. Yeah. So like, 
you know, Craigslist. I probably wouldn't go through Craigslist. I wouldn't go through KSL. I wouldn't go KSL through Craigslist. KSL, I bought tickets through. I would not Check go through flash KSL seats. If you go on flash seats, sometimes people, I don't know if Arctics can be sold through there, but you can keep an eye out. Yeah. There really isn't anywhere else, though. No, there's there's plenty. Stop Hop does them. There's Event Ticks that does them. Yeah, but if people want to sell their tickets. Yeah. Um, but you, if you want to try and get them. I got my Tears for Fears tickets. If you want to try and get them, get them through uh, Arctics. The price on these, I would not, absolutely would not use KSL. KSL is no different than Craigslist in that it's a person-to-person transaction and you will get fucking ripped off. If you're paying $600 for something, don't fucking go meet someone in an alleyway to change <laughs> money. Just don't do it. But he had trusting eyes. <laughs> I couldn't really see him because it was too dark in the alley. <laughs> All right, so we have a little bit of time. Do we want to do any of these, or do we want to do the uh, the unique names? Let's save this one, because let's save this for next week after the Olympics. After? The Olympics last for a whole Well, month. I know, but during the Olympics instead oh, okay. of before. Um, so we'll save this one if you guys all want to just pile it up. This is a little bit of radio magic that uh, I'm not going to edit this shit out, by the way. <laughs> if, if, you've, if you've hung out with you us for the last hour and 45 minutes... <laughs> Yeah, if you're still around... Um, you're not expecting anything other than what, what we're doing. Why did everything get tossed in the bin? I don't know. So we're doing it next time. I, no, I just the meant quiz. the one. I, I do want to do the quiz. quiz. I do want to do the quiz. That's why I was Wait, where's the up. quiz? It's online. No, they have the quiz. They're going to ask uh, us the questions. I'm not asking anything. So this is a uh, How Places Got Their Name quiz. Sorry for the mic sound. I'm, I'm going to pick up my mic. Because uh, I'm going to turn, and I'm going to ask people these questions. So... <laughs> people meaning us. Yes, the three other people in this room. Our random callers. Okay, so this is a, a quiz that KSL put up. They've actually done a two-parter. We're, we're going to do uh, this, the the first, the second part here. So which one of these was named after a Fran, Franciscan missionary? Escalante, Enterprise, yes. Blanding, or Beaver? Escalante. Oh, that wasn't the first question that I got. I clicked uh, on the quiz. It's randomized. Oh, I just clicked on the quiz. Oh, here. so you've already done it? No, I only saw the first question because I didn't know if I was supposed to print it out or not. So Escalante, final answer. Why are you looking at me? She's the one that answered. Because uh, it's a group. It's a group quiz. Oh, a group quiz. Well, that would seem like the obvious, but it's probably bland. I mean, you fucking no, shot Escalante. that. You fucking Escalante. shot that out like immediately. It's got to be Escalante. So. I'm I, like 99.9% sure. What, what can we do to spice this up? Because like I, I've been watching, so the Ricky Gervais kid game show thing, have you guys seen that? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so that's on right before Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., which I So I we DVR. just watched the end of it. So I always get to see the very end of it, but I always think like these questions, this would be a good question for a five-year-old kid, right? Like a kindergartner? Yeah, to guess. <laughs> All right, so Escalante, so let's see. Your playlist is amazing, by the way. Correct. Well, thank you. Good job, Bruce. Correct. It is also amazing. I'm yeah. super smart. Not. Uh, so, so I just knew. I actually knew the answer to that. Sylvester Velez de Escalante wasn't just a Franciscan missionary, but also explored southern Utah during the Dominguez Escalante expedition. You know that Franciscan missionaries are Catholic, right? Yeah. Okay. I had an in. Well, but that was 1776. Uh, an that's expedition in yeah, July of 1776. I'm before the Mormons came. Yeah. So the Catholic, right. Catholics that's, were here before Mormons. Isn't that the nation's what? birthday? It sure is. Yep. That's, that's My birthday, our, too. That's our birth year as a nation. 1776 birthday, was your birthday? Yep. I'm a vampire. <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> <I> remember? <laughs> oh, that's right. She's a fucking ginger. All gingers are soulless vampires. All right, next question. Who was St. George named after? George Washington? 
George A. Smith, <laughs> a famous Padre, a famous explorer with that name, a famous Padre with that name. George A. Smith. Yeah, that's what I'm going with too. Final answer. Yes. Correct. George A. Smith was an apostle with the uh, the Mormons. You do the Mormon, I'll do the Catholic. <laughs> he, he was known as the Potato Saint because he encouraged settlers to eat raw, unpilled potatoes at a, as a method to heal for scurvy. And it worked. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking gross. Like, how much dirt's going to be in that potato? At least it's red dirt. You can wash it. No. Can he said it could be raw, not dirty. Yeah, he wash it in the river. There's and two raw, different things. Raw potatoes are gross. Oh, They're so starch. gross. Ugh. Ugh. If you have scurvy, what's worse, a raw potato or scurvy? All right, which Utah city was named after a sugar company? Sugar House, Amalga, Provo, or Ogden? Is there really an Amalga, Utah? Probably. You know. would think Sugar House would be I feel like obvious. that's a trick question, though. Well, Sugar House is not a city. It's an area of Salt Lake City. And Sugar House was the Sugar House prison. So what uh, What one do you think we're talking? Ogden? Provo? Let's roll the dice. Let's Amalga. go Provo. Let's go Ogden. Ogden? O-Town? Amalga is in Cache County, by the way. It's a population of 488 people. Oh, uh, that puts it back in. Does that qualify as a city, though? 488 is hardly a city. Which one? I'm not doing this. O-Town, Ogden. O-Town. Oh, oh you're wrong. It was Amalga. Oh. Stop yelling in the goddamn Sorry. mic. <laughs> Sorry. Jesus Christ. Jesus rice. Cheese, Cheese and rice. Cheese and rice. Jesus. Jesus Christ. No, I prefer goldfish. Right. When the amalgamated sugar Snack company. The, <laughs> uh, the amalgamated sugar. We should have known the location this. location in Cache County in Damn the 1900s. It. The town became Amalga, according to Utah State University. Town even named its town center Sugar Park. All right. Well, so we've only missed one so far. We're All still right. we're still in the running. Next question. Logan was named after a trapper, a mutant Wolverine. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's so awesome. An LS, LDS apostle. Sorry, I get them confused. Uh, the settlement's founder. It, settlement. It's either the settlement's founder or a trapper, which may like even be the same person. I got to tell you, it's probably going to be an LDS apostle. But what what do you guys think? Which one? Got settlements found. You can answer one too, you know. No. It's not like you know it's, the answer. This is a democracy, I've said many times. <laughs> Let's go with the settlements founder. Okay. Damn nope. it. The, trapper. the trappers. Oh, it was named I should have gone my first instinct. He's from Logan, a trapper who first came to the valley in 1824. Mm. You know, just like Jeremiah Johnson, some say he's still out there. Uh, John Jacob Jingleheimer Schmidt is. Well, his name is my name too, you know. <laughs> Whenever we go out, the people always shout. That one's Fruit Heights. Which settlement was named for its abundance of fruit or orchards found in the settlement? Tropic Fruta. 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 You know, some of these answers are just shit. Okay, I'm not. Ah, uh, you were no, wrong with all the above. And I was actually going to wonder if what it was. was it? So there's all of the above. Fruit Heights and Fruta were each named with their large orchards where Tropic was named for the apples, <laughs> grapes, peaches, and semi-tropical fruits found in the area. So we we're suck just, now. Oh, because we're failing. Where's Tropic? I didn't South. know there was... Where? I've never heard uh, of Tropic, Utah. Click Utah. next question. Oh, we suck. I want to know where Tropic's from first. No, so what, just click What is it, from. two to three now? We've right. got two right and three wrong. It's in Garfield. It's down by Bryce. We should be keeping track. Where's your... Where's your? We have two right, three wrong. Roosevelt was named after which U.S. political figure. Uh, okay, so we're going to ignore a couple of them. So Kermit Roosevelt, I don't know who that is. It's probably He's my fake. favorite. It's the frog. Uh, Franklin Roosevelt. Eleanor no, Roosevelt. His name or, is Kermit D. Frog. Or Teddy Roosevelt. 
Oh, that's a tough one. Eleanor? I don't know. Eleanor. I'm going with Eleanor. Oh. <laughs> nope. It's Teddy. Founded by Ed Harmston in 1906, Roosevelt was the was at first called Dry Gulch City until Hamilton Hamilton's Hamston's wife, stuck with dry Mary, gulch. said, "Not on your life, not if I live here. I'll never be known as a dry culture." <laughs> Pretty legit. She suggested it be named after Theodore Roosevelt, who was U.S. president at the time and a personal friend, according to the city's website. So. Just we should have known it couldn't have been named after a woman back then. <laughs> God no. Shouldn't be named after a woman now. Jeez. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Richmond, Richmond, which is up by Logan. So named after the city in Virginia, another trapper, the settlement's founder, or an LDS apostle. Oh, God, I'm not guessing that. God, I want to go with the trapper. No, there was already a tra- trapper. So? That's true. Either an apostle or a settlement's founder. Settlement's oh, founder. Oh, we already did an apostle. But whoever wrote this quiz at KSL is lazy as fuck. They just copied the answers. <laughs> settlement's founder. But maybe that's real. All right, we're doing it. Damn it. It's the LDS Apostle. It's the LDS Apostle. Ugh. So Charles C. Rich, failing. an apostle at the LDS Church. I've been to Richmond. That's a shit town. There is my nothing college, there. It's my, probably next to the Sugar Town. My college roommate was... <laughs> at least oh, the he was Sugar from Town Richfield. is probably sweet. All right. How many of these do we get wrong before we just pull the plug? Uh, so far, we've only gotten two right, so we're well on our way. Uh, Little Salt Lake City was a uh, temporary name for which Utah City? Provo. Provo? Yeah. Really? I'm not even going to guess. I I'm, I don't I'm going with Provo. You guys are supposed to set it. The other options are South Salt Lake. It's definitely not Parowan because Parowan's way too south. I guess it could be South Isn't Salt Parowan Lake. Isn't Parowan two Hispanic brothers? Little Salt oh, Lake. Oh, it is, is Parowan. Oh northwest God. of Parowan. <laughs> Parowan. And Parowan Gap Petroglyphs. <laughs> wow. No? No? Oh. Okay, never mind. <laughs> so, wait, wait. This is interesting, though. A settlement was named... After this, but it was later renamed Parowan, which is the Native American word for evil water. That's sweet. <laughs> that's badass. That's, a, that's, that's the most interesting part of that whole thing. Is that's that a provo should named be named evil, evil water. Are you at the end of the quiz? Do you have one more? One more. Okay, because then I have one for you at the end. Palmyra was named after... Palmyra is not in Utah. Yes, it, yeah, is. it is. Down by Spanish Fork. It's named uh, after the town in New York. Palm, Palmyra I've is been there. down south of Spanish Fork. It's by you. It's like your backyard. No, I've been to Palmyra, New York. Oh, well, so I'm guess it's named probably, after Palmyra, you have, New York. You've probably been in Palmyra, Kay. Utah without knowing it. Maybe. Uh, okay, so it's Jeremy named after a city in Syria, the last name of a pioneer, a town in New York. I'm going for a town in New York. I think it was people that thought it sounded cool. <laughs> <laughs> all those more, all those pioneers. I'm gonna change. I'm gonna oh choose God. this. Oh. It was named after Palmyra. You son New York of a town. bitch. We would have gotten another one right. It's all right. We're so terrible. Palmyra, New York is where Joseph Smith grew up. Oh, see, that's why. So why did you tell him that first? What if I told you that I... 22%. <laughs> so terrible. Maybe um, we have to retire the name. One the of my Utah relatives podcast. named a town in Utah. <gasps> what no. did they name it? Did they name Huntington. it Jessica? What? So my relative. <laughs> what did they name it? It's Huntington. Oh. Huntington, Utah was named Hunt- after Huntington. William. Yep, William Huntington. And um which is also the same lineage for myself um of somebody that signed the Declaration of Independence. So all vampires live in Huntington. Yes. Is that like Huntington Beach? Because there's only twenty one hundred people there, so they're right. all related. And they're all vampires. That's pretty it's cool. one big pretty polygamous much. sect. <laughs> Vampires. Yes. Yeah. Well, of course. <laughs> They're not gonna marry outside they of the family. Those, they call those nests. Fuck those normies. That's what they that's what vampires call normal people. Normies. <laughs> normies. 
<laughs> no, they don't. They call them food. <laughs> oh, man. They oh, can man. eat rats, though. We, we learned that from Interview with a Vampire. What? If you're in a bad spot, you can eat rats. I, uh, I almost had sex to that movie when I was like 14. Who didn't? <laughs> Brie raises her hand. <laughs> Jess is like, I still have sex to that movie. <laughs> I've only ever seen that movie okay. once. It's when he plays the piano when he's dead and just comes out of the swamp, right? So I will say, this this is how we're going to end the show tonight, folks. So, uh, and he's crispy. It's been burned. You, you're going to oh, hear... He's soggy from You're going to hear best fucking movie stories. Uh, <laughs> just, just kidding. Fucking movies? No. Or okay, so I joke about the, the, the interview with the vampire. That really happened. I was a kid. It was on... Unfortunately, most of the things you say really happen. It, it was heavy petting. <laughs> Didn't lead beyond that. However, for the longest time, the first night, Heath Ledger. Oh, yeah. And uh, I, I love that movie. It's one of my favorite movies it's of all time. It's one of Cassie's favorite movies, too. And it's, it's the, the, the guy that, what I don't know what his fucking name is, that does all the call-outs for, for him in the, in oh, the, the movie. Oh, the tall guy, the... the his, crier. His, his crier. Alan Tudyk. Yes. I met him. He signed my VHS and he said, Alan Tudyk is my. Can f- I sign Sandra Bullock's book? Wait, no. The crier isn't Alan Tudyk. He's just this. He's the. He's a. No, no, no. He's not. Who is the crier? The no, crier's not Alan Tudyk. Alan Tudyk's just one of the entourage. The crier There's is the guy else. from Firefly who's washed on Firefly. He's in it. That's Alan Tudyk, dude. There yeah. you go. But <laughs> it's not. That's not the crier. Isn't it? It's called First Night, right? Okay. Yeah. Yes. <clears throat> But he's not tall. That guy's not tall. The crier um, is tall. I thought you were it's talking Richard, about... It's not Richard Gere. It's I thought a, you were talking about the other night movie. You said Heath Ledger. Yeah, that's This what is I mean. not the oh, right that's movie. That's not First Night, then. What's the, what's <laughs> the one Night's with Tale. Le- Night's Tale, yes. The Night's Tale. I gotta look it up but now. But Alan or... Tudyk is in A Night's Tale, but he's not the crier. I don't know. Is it Mark Addy? Is that the guy's name? Paul oh. Bettany? Yes, Paul Bettany. That's who it is. Him. Oh, yeah. He's in... Um, He's the one that get he's he the plays flog. The, yeah. yeah. Jeremy and I are making the same hand motion. We're thinking he's about the vision. same movie. Yes, yeah. but he's also he he's in the one of those religious but, movies where he's a, a knight's templar and he flogs himself. Oh, I know what you're the priest. About. Yeah, he's yeah. also in the priest, but he's awesome. I really like him. So anyway, so Paul Paul Bettany, he's my favorite movie. But that doesn't but have Tom Hanks. Where Tom Hanks is the the hell is invest. That? Investigator guy and he's in Angels and Demons. Is that oh, the one? That's it's one that series. Yeah, yeah. that's what yeah. we're talking about. I think um, he plays the yeah. priest guy. Well, yeah, the Any, Knights anyway. Templar guy. Anyway, uh, <laughs> the whole reason I brought up uh, not a knight, a knight's tale, knight's tale, a knight's tale. So for the longest time, that movie when I was younger, if I put that on and watched it with someone, I'd always get a blowjob. What if it was a dude? During that movie, really? Yeah, I don't understand. There was something magical. <laughs> and I love the movie just for its merits. I think it's a great movie. I've watched that movie with you tons of times. I've never given you I know, a full job re- to it's it. It's definitely lost its magic over the years. <laughs> uh, but you should be careful watching not, it with dudes. And it wasn't just like one it wasn't just like one person over and over. It was a series of <laughs> of several ladies that Wow. If we watched that, like, I would put that movie in, and I just knew, like, it was going to happen, like, magic. So you made sure that you were out to the universe. You were all clean and put on your clean underwear, your nice, non-holy underwear. I was a college kid. I don't, that's not. What, you're not clean when you're a college kid? Uh, Really? 
You my daughter's clean. Uh, Boys and girls, my, totally different. First off, might I remind you of the state her room was in when we moved her out last Right, year. but she was clean. I'm talking about her actual you person. You don't know that. Yeah, you don't know that. I'm pretty sure she, she, she didn't smell. The state of her doesn't mean she's clean. <laughs> it's not the same thing. <laughs> she didn't. She wasn't covered up in perfumes and she didn't um, stink, so I'm going to assume she was clean. So anyway, so that movie, for, for some reason, it, like all, I don't know why. <laughs> It wasn't like intentional. I'm, I'm thinking there's yes, something. It was not a blowjob movie. <clears throat> there's something about that movie no. that that uh, I think it's like you know South Park did that whole thing about musicals. Have you guys seen that? Mm-hmm. Where like musicals are just a uh, they're they're all just subliminal messages about getting women to give their husbands blowjobs. There's a whole show, a whole South Jesus Park episode Christ, about superstar. Like you totally. and, and like they they totally like kind of they kind of tune in switch and then the the like the subtle background tones are like give your husband a blowjob you want penis like stuff like that and so Randy finds out about it and he makes his own musical and the musical is not subtle <laughs> <laughs> the whole things about getting a blowjob. It's not funny. Uh, it's no, the episode's hilarious. No, it's, it's one stupid. of the best that they've done in a while. It's done. All right, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to talk about blowjobs like that. It's inappropriate. Um, yeah, because we're always so appropriate on the show. All right, we'll bring it back to Utah. Uh, the, the what blowjobs don't happen in Utah? Probably not. Uh, I mean, missionary only guy on top is what I understand. Right. Uh, no, Paramount uh, Pictures. Did they produce Night's Tale? Let's see. Let's see if I can really bring this back. <laughs> Did you say Paramount? Paramount. Paramount. Thank you. Who produced this? Where do I see that on okay. IMDb? Scroll down further. There you go. Stop. Company credits. Columbia. Sorry. Uh, Darn. Motherfucker. Wah, wah. There you go. So That's what, the proper use of the wah, wah. Regardless, Paramount Pictures. Uh, you know their logo? The, the mountain. The mountains. That was inspired by a mountain in northern Utah. <laughs> I like the way how in the beginning of all the Indiana Joneses, they show the picture of the mountain and then it infuses into the opening scene of the movie. Yeah, they're doing some cool stuff with logos these days. So that's going to do it for the show. Um, go check out the Kickstarter for Stand Wars. Uh, Ozzy would appreciate the, the support, uh, I'm sure. Uh, I think it's a, a cool story, something you can get in on. Um, and kids, your kids can read it. Yeah. yeah. If you have kids. Uh, if you have birds that eat microphones, just go ahead and punch them right in the face because <laughs> um, that's annoying. Uh, if you like what you hear uh, for some godforsaken reason, <laughs> I really don't know after this episode why. Uh, I'm but sure if, we'll hear from Peter. If you like what you hear, uh, give us a give us a like, share the episode. Uh, that helps us more than anything. Go leave a review on iTunes or Stitcher or Google Play or wherever the fuck you found this thing. Um, you can follow us on Twitter at TNU podcast. You can go to our website. Uh, I promise we'll have bios up soon. Just found out a way to actually get us to get off our ass and do something, uh, that I think we're all agreeable to. Hey, I organized the microphone box over the weekend. You did. You did. Jeremy. I've already turned my bio in. But have you contributed anything? I brought some stickers last week. He did. And he stuck them all over. Uh, anyway, uh, com is the website. Um, give it a look. There's lots of lots of cool stuff on it. And if you have an event coming up, just let us know. We're happy to to tell people about it. That's that's the part of the show Jess likes to participate in. I'm excited um, for next week. Actually, if you could send us your events, that would be great because my favorite for part of the show. Week. What's happening next week? I'm excited for our interview. That's not next week. For Farmer Luke, it will be Farmer Luke is far. 
Farmer Luke's next. I think next it will be cool. Yep. Yeah, I, I I can't wait for that. He's your neighbor. Uh, he is sort of. I but think I, it will be cool because I've never been out there, and I think it will be awesome. Uh, it's yeah. our first farmer. That's enough. Uh, I don't even know what I was talking about now. <laughs> so t- tune in next week. You were asking people to send in events so you could interrupt Jess. Oh, yeah, because that's my favorite part of the show is when I get to interrupt Jess. <laughs> I think everyone likes that part of the show, right? No. <laughs> I don't like it when you let interrupt it, Jess. Let us know, folks, if, if you like it when we interrupt Jess during the events to, to talk shit. Um, I love Utah, and I love the events, and I, I love what Jess does. But sometimes it's it's really funny to talk about weird things like dog, dinosaur, dragon dancing things. I don't know. <laughs> You're the dog. I don't know how else to say it. Uh, all right. Have a good one. That's going to do it for the night. Good night. Good night.